0: evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So tonight, we're going to do things a little bit differently. We're going to start with Discovery, and the girls will finish with The Walking Dead, because I might not be here for the whole time. So, I'm going to let Karen in.
1: Hello. Happy Tuesday. Nice to be here. Yes, and I guess I'll well, you a second. Oh no, Jamie's coming late because we're gonna start with discovery. You just that. Jamie says, "Yeah,
0: she's gonna because we're gonna yeah. start with discovery because I have to I have to go to work at midnight." So.
1: Oh my goodness. We're
0: doing inven- yeah. yeah, we're doing inventory at the store. So. Uh, fun, fun.
1: So, so, uh, get ready ahead? Okay. Well, so let's jump into it then. Um. I have mixed feelings about this episode. Um, um, I have mixed feelings about this show. I guess is what I should say. The episode was <laughs> kind of okay. Um, uh, I I I I, I enjoyed um getting the backstory that we got in this on uh what what's his name? I want to say Tuck.
0: Tarek. Um,
1: the, uh, Tarka. Tarka, who is a, really a very unlikable person, unlikable character, and they, like, went out of their way to really humanize him a lot in this
0: episode. Um, and, and then he turned out to be a jerk anyway. Like, he was spying. <laughs> he, was sent in, he was sent in there to spy in the first place. Yes, he became friends with the guy, and he, and he lied to them and didn't tell them the truth. Right. But he didn't do anything to help me like him.
1: I mean, he feels bad about it because they ended up becoming friends. I mean, it's hard to really tell what they became. Are they more than friends? I don't know. Anyway, they became close, right? And he feels bad about betraying his friend, Uh, but not enough that after two years he, like, stopped informing on him or whatever, right? and, and I guess maybe what, what supposedly ha- changes him, but really doesn't, is that uh, the gu- the friend, whose name I forget, uh, the other guy's like, I forgive you. I would have done anything to survive. I understand I would have done anything to survive also, right? So I forgive you, which is like a real gut punch there, I guess, right? Um, and that's why Tark is still trying to find him, I guess, right? But I don't feel that. Bad for him. It doesn't. It, I mean, he's not totally rehabilitated in in my eyes, right? Or in eyes, In our eyes. Yeah,
0: no, he's not a good person. Because he's a
1: person. He's still a terrible person.
0: He's selfish, um, and, he, and he's kind of selfish too. Because you know, he's doing his whole thing so he can go to this place to see his friend again. But look what he's doing in the process.
1: Well, yeah. At the end of the episode, like, or near the end of the episode, um, Book, Booker says to him. Okay, so, um, you know, we're doing all this to try to, like, uh, use that power to do your whatever, blah, blah. And Tarka says, yes, and we could, we're could we going to save billions of lives in the process. And it's really the first time that I feel like Tarka's really expressed any interest in saving any billions of lives. His total plan has been to jump to an alternate universe and not have to worry about this. Right. Right. I mean, I feel like for him to be like, yes, and we're going to save billions of lives, I was like, geez, this one do you care about that? <laughs> um, right? Uh, yeah. So, I mean, he's a little, I, I guess, I guess, I don't know if if they're, like, setting us up for him to be, this to be, like, sort of a hero arc, or will he sacrifice himself in the end? Like, are they setting him up to be a good... Guy, so to speak, I don't really know. Um, I don't think so. You don't think so? You think he, he, like he's still a jerk and is going to be a jerk until the end.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Probably. Yeah.
0: He could. He could. Probably. He could have a last minute redemption thing, but
1: he could. But I mean, what we really care about is is books redemption. Uh, and not not redemption, but well, yeah, I mean. Book book continues to oppose Burnham and the Federation um, in a way that could get everyone to, like it's their fault. Okay, it's Tarkas' fault, but it's also Book's fault that now they're in a worse position than they were. Oh yeah, like a week ago, right?
0: It's Book's yeah, fault. Yeah, but as much you know,
1: damn,
0: You know damn well that you know they're going to run. In, they're they're on, they're on the other side of the of the galaxy. You know, somewhere nobody's ever been before, and they're going to somehow run into each other.
1: Yes. <laughs> of course. Of course they're going to, right? Uh, absolutely. Um, and so we have th- this episode also. So part of why I say I have mixed feelings is because so much of this episode is just mumbo, science fiction mumbo jumbo about surfing, riding bubbles through the barrier and blah, blah, blah. Like, this was this episode was, like, all MacGuffin, right? Like, we're going to a planet. Sometimes we're going to a planet to retrieve a thing that they need that really who cares what it is. And we're trying to penetrate a barrier that really who cares what it is. It was really about Burnham and the president and the crew and some emotional moments and everything, right? Like, this episode... Didn't really move the plot forward, except they accelerated the timeline. The DMA is getting in the Alpha Quadrant now, right? I mean, I felt like I felt like a lot yeah. of it was just like was like, oh, they're talking science fiction now. Let me like um, refill my water glass. <laughs> um, uh, so I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe some people really enjoy that part, maybe there are some people that enjoy the the
0: mm.
1: fake y nerdiness, but I found it to be quite a lot of this episode.
0: Um, so the one thing I noticed was apparently you can only have so many people on discovery at any given time because oh. we get a deer back but grease leaves.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I guess there's not that much space on the ship because that was kind of weird, right? with we all these extra people come aboard, but but a, a bridge crew member like stays behind. Um, and it made me think about it. Made me think about um. Uh, I want to say Till because I was just thinking that Star. Uh, uh, the the curly yeah. redhead. It's what's her name?
2: Yeah, Tilly. Um Tilly. Tilly.
1: Tilly. Tilly, right? Tilly's on Snowpiercer, yep. Tilly's on Discover. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it made me think about Tilly, who, like, left and has not been seen again. And I was like, how many people are going to get off Discovery and we're not going to see them ever again? Are we? Are they going to come back? Or Yeah, that was a little weird. I guess they're full. I mean, I guess they really could be full. It's not a ship like
0: – Well, you know, no, you're I, 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 like I was, being,
1: I know you're I being, was being sarcastic.
0: About about yeah. one person leaving, and one person coming back, but you know, just because I was surprised that yeah. we were lost we lost another bridge member. Yes,
2: uh, especially yes, since we're going. Conversation...
0: Go ahead. I was just saying, especially well, since we're going on this long journey, that clearly they're not going to be back in Alpha Quadrant for quite a while.
1: Right, and there was a conversation about like how's. How's Gray? Oh, Gray is great. He's really enjoying training. Blah, 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 blah. But, like, there's never been any person that says, by the way, like, how's Tilly? Tilly says hot, right? Like, they're on
2: Starbase yeah, right. all
1: the time and we don't. I, like, I'm worried that she's just gone forever. But, yeah, there were a lot of people moving through this episode all these extra, like, dignitaries, which, I don't know. Like, I get that they wanted dignitaries, but it does seem kind of too dangerous to load well, no, a but, bunch of ambassadors onto the ship, right? I know it's a first contact but... Well, I mean,
0: but. that's the thing. I mean, loading those dignitaries up, I mean, I hate to say it like this, but ambassadors to replace, in a way, when you when you look at the grand scheme of, you know, people like that. Um, but I would, I, I mean, I have no problem with it, simply because you are going to see a species that you know nothing about. You want your best negotiators.
1: Yes, okay, fair enough. Fair however, enough. And, and however
0: we'll for them. I, I I understand why they did this, but at the same time, like the president going because she used to be an ambassador and, you know, okay, fine. But then when it turns out Tarina ended up going too because their ambassador was late getting to the ship.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> now, so, so now yeah. you have So now you have the president of Earth and Navarre on this ship that might never come back. (laughs)
1: Right? Yeah.
0: (laughs) However, Uh, however, the the whole, the whole Tarina thing, they clearly did that because of the whole storyline with Saru. So.
1: Well, yeah. And also I guess by loading up the ship with a bunch of like characters, like there's a chance for some people to die before, the end, maybe. I don't know. They're all kind of yeah. like, their characters, right? Like, they're not going to kill Tarina uh, when there's this thing with Saru. Are they going to kill the president? She just sort of became, I mean, she just became a character, right? We haven't seen that much of her. She's not, uh, and she's she's on this shit. I mean, the real re- the real reason she goes on this, they all go on this, the president's there to be a counterpoint to Burnham and be in her face and, like, forcing her to, like, you know, temporary decisions and stuff, which is like a theme of this whole season, right?
2: Yeah. Burnham having to
1: an answer to the president and the admiral and, like, however, you know, like when you're a captain, you can't just, like, I mean, again, being captain sounds great can do whatever you want, except you really can't. Um. So, I mean, the reason she's on this mission is to be a counterpoint to Burnham, which didn't really seem to matter to Burnham the last time, right? We've already seen an episode like that. No. Um, where they butted heads. So, yeah. So um,
0: the best part of the episode, um, you you might not have caught caught it, but when they're at the Great Barrier, and um, uh, what's his name says, um, he's like, "Is it wrong to say this? This looks really cool." And <laughs> Saru says, "Saru says all frontiers are cool." That right there was a little Easter egg. Because the original Star Trek series, um, the 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 movie The Final Frontier, they went to the to the Great Barrier in in that movie.
1: Well, so that was a little uh, Easter egg there. I didn't know that, but I did I did some reading after watching the episode, and I learned that the Great Barrier has been a Star Wars thing since the original series.
2: Since the original series, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was actually the first the original series as an idea of like this thing being out there. Um and that in fact we have no evidence that our our spa like our galaxy just we don't really know, but it seems to just be a little fuzzy and then nothing. <laughs> we we don't believe but anyway, yeah, it's it's like a thing. Like if you so I didn't I, I don't I've seen that movie, the the first Frontier Frontier. I didn't see most of the the movies featuring the cats from the original series. Gotcha. Uh, So I think I've never seen that movie. Um, But, okay, nice little shout-out Easter egg. It's nice that they're doing that. I mean, I guess, uh, you know, this episode, this show is a little more – No, I was gonna say, does it feel a little more Star Trek I mean it, it it is it is sort of it's a lot like the original series that it's like an adventure of the week kind of thing as opposed to some of the other spin off series have been a little more um uh series long like on Voyager it was a series long thing of are they gonna get home or not, right? They did have an adventure of the week, right. but they had this overall story arc that like like uh is not a feature of the original series Um, and this, you know, this show feels like that. Although I feel like I noticed that this was episode 10 and I guess we're getting near to the end of the season, right? Where they're going to be like 13 maybe or something. And I I did feel like, I did kind of feel like, Oh good. I'm I'm glad we're getting there. I feel like this is kind of a slow, slow storyline.
0: Yeah. You know, and I was thinking that too. It, it, I feel like now that we're there though, I think it's going to amp up a little. So yeah, 13 episodes. I
1: guess. So
0: we've got three, I mean, three I left. Have,
1: I have seen, I have seen some complaints from people who feel that too similar to last season where the burn was like this big expanding thing that caused all this damage in the universe. And like, we don't want the burn to come back. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And is this I guess basically I the same storyline, right? Like it's not different enough. Um, I hadn't really thought about it. I hadn't. It hadn't occurred to me until I read that. Um, it did occur to me that this seems to be a little slow. But it, it might seem slow to me also because I think this season has been at its best when we're centered on the conflict between Burnham and Book, right? Not just because yeah. they're a great couple, and, and he's a great, great character but um, because they're two like clearly defined approaches to taking on a problem. Um, and, you know, it's sort of freelancing versus duty to the system or whatever. So I, the show's yeah. like the best when, when they're featured, I think, or maybe just when David and was featured, maybe we just want to watch a show about him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's definitely going to get interesting because they're, they're nice. They're, you know, so, somewhat, I don't want to say leisurely, but they had some time, and now they have, like, two days to go fix this instead of a week.
1: Yeah, yeah. So we basically got, like, hopefully the next couple episodes, they'll really power through them, and we'll see what happens uh, with the characters. Um, I mean, I assume that they're going to, you know, find a way to stop the DMA from destroying the Alpha Quadrant, right? Um, I would think so. I mean, they're not going to let so. Earth get blown up, or, or Navarre, or Navarre, like Navarre. I mean, maybe, already maybe Vulcan Titan. got already JJ Abrams already blew up Vulcan once, right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
1: so we don't want to see. The, I mean, not going to blow up those, blow up the Earth, probably. This is not, you know, Battlestar Galactica. Um, Earth didn't even get blown up; just take it just got taken over, right? Um, so I mean, and also like i- so I, the other thing is, I hope that species c ten ten c c ten whatever they're calling them, I hope they're gonna be good and and like a a worthy a worthy new species, uh like I don't want them to be just like humanoids with different ears and foreheads, like every species is. But I don't want them to also be energy beings that we don't <laughs> really see, right? <laughs> like, I, I, right? I really don't want them to be energy beings, right? But I don't know if I want them to be humanoid also. I want them to be something like, I, like, I want I don't know, maybe humans from the future or I don't know, right? I mean, that would be kind of lame also because we've seen that a lot. But yeah. I don't know what I want them to be, but I want them to be worth like a whole season leading up to introducing them.
0: Yeah, you know, I kind right. of say I haven't really thought about what they, you know, what they would be. Kind of just um, going with where I'm at. <laughs> I feel like wow, though that they are point. going to be some kind of. I do feel like they're going to become. And, and I, I, mean. I have a. Some something along those lines. Like I don't. I don't, and I don't even know why I feel that way. I just I don't necessarily see them being humanoid, I, I do feel like they're gonna be some kind of um I, I so definitely highly intelligent, I mean you know yeah. it's, this whole DMA thing, I mean they've blasted this thing across, yeah. you know, the cosmos um and yeah. their and their power I mean, sources on the other side. So yeah. So
2: all right. Well the Star Trek
0: Jamie's here Okay. Jamie's well, here now. Jamie's so here, alright.
3: Yes, Jamie is here. Hello. Hi, Jamie.
0: Hello, Jamie.
3: Welcome. Uh, thank you. I'm awake, barely, so <laughs> I'm going to come back to <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not
3: now, like last
1: I, week when you were, like, going I to sleep on
3: us? I get old. Now that I'm, I'm getting older and I fall asleep earlier, <laughs> no, oh, I have yes, to get tired.
2: Please, <laughs> river.
3: Oh, please. I say I that. Know, I know, right? right? worse, so I shouldn't say that,
2: but
1: <laughs> lately I'm I'll tired. older. <laughs> I know. I'm like no. I'm like anyway. I'm like almost twenty years older than Jamie. I think. <laughs> no, maybe. Oh. So maybe. So but anyway. you Yeah. Anyway, all right. I, so um, good timing. Uh, I guess AJ, you'd like to talk about Snowpiercer, right?
0: Snowpiercer or alien, re- or resident alien, either one. Oh, I don't. Which care. one you guys want to do first? Let's let's, let's do, do resident let's alien first. Let's do
1: snow. Okay, let's in hands. To do Resident Evil. Okay, okay, it'll be better. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, that's my point. Alien, Alien's gonna be quicker.
3: Okay, let's get okay, that done. But... Okay, um, so this is the one where his daughter,
1: well, not his yeah. daughter, but Harry's daughter,
2: Harry's
3: well,
1: daughter shows back. up. Yeah, yeah, um, and also um, Darcy and Asa have, have a fight. Um, yes. Yeah. And and also and I'm sorry, and also that weird ass play which was the highlight of the episode for me,
0: great right? oh, <laughs> oh my, my god.
2: <laughs> that <is> so crazy. <laughs> that was
0: disturbing. And I you know, I knew <laughs> I the minute he, he said seen, he wrote a play seen
3: what his play was before she let him perform it. You know, asked to see it. <laughs> I guess not.
0: Well, it was uh, it was so obvious for the type of play it was gonna be after he's like, Oh, I wrote a play and the kids are gonna play it, you know it's about the 59 and I'm going, uh-oh. The minute he said that, I was like, oh, this is <laughs> interesting. Like, this I knew it was gonna go not well. going to end well.
1: I know, and they were up to such a good start with the family festival. It was going really well. It seemed like a nice little event. And then <laughs> that play. Oh, my God, that yeah. play. <laughs> uh, even Max the mayor's wife it. was like...
0: Oh, my God. Poor <laughs> Kate, Kate's playing the piano and cringing the whole time. <laughs> I yeah. know.
1: And then Max, Max, I was go around singing the song, which is like, my uncle is my dad. Where have all the daddies gone? My uncle is my daddy now. Mommy's sad and he <laughs> drinks wine all day.
3: <laughs> I think he was just happy that his son liked it, though, which made it even funnier. Yeah. Like, he just, mm-hmm. that made him happy.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, oh. I, yeah. The one thing I wanted to mention about this that I think was surprising, I liked, was um that uh, Harry gave uh, the sheriff a happy memory, like Harry did something nice, he could have given him any kind of memory um, and he did something nice. I think that's like a you know move forward for Harry because he understood it, I guess a little better. that's how I
0: felt about it anyway, yeah, until the sheriff mentions it to his father and his father says, We haven't been fishing in twenty years.' <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I know there is that,
3: but the point is he tried to do something nice at any rate, which usually he yeah. wouldn't do. So I like that.
0: Very true. Um, Very true.
3: And uh, Asta, Asta, and um, I'm blanking. They Darcy? make up. Darcy. Up uh, and Darcy. Darcy.
1: Darcy. Yeah. They, yeah. Well, they have a they fight make and up. make up in the same. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the thing about the share. I mean. Going back to the sheriff for a second, it's interesting that Harry gave him that, like, memory, which, like, I don't know the extent to which Harry is able to, like, we've also got some backstory on why the sheriff is impatient and why he's a troubled person. Yeah. Um, Because his partner was shot on the job. Um, His partner was killed on the job in D.C. and he, like, had a collapse, basically, right? Um, freaked out, and now has moved to Patience. Uh, And so, I mean, that was, I knew that we were going to get, I knew from reading an interview Jamie did earlier this season that we were going to get a little bit of backstory on the Sheriff, Um, but I'd kind of forgotten about it. I thought it was pretty good and simple and believable and kind of fit with this character, right? A little bit. Um, So anyway, Harry gives him that nice memory. I don't know, like, the extent to which Harry is able to tell like, if a person is, like, troubled, I don't know, like, Harry did that nice thing, which, Jamie, you have a good point that it seems kind of, like, not like Harry to do a nice thing. It also right. kind of is not, like, it's not for Harry to do to be competent or, like, or really be competent when it comes to humans or understand anything about humans and that he really, I mean, it's really interesting. It It shows, it's a level of awareness I didn't know Harry had, right? Right,
3: right. Of course, it kind of made it worse for Liv a little bit there, but um, yeah, because now she's more loved. But yeah, that's that's kind of what I meant. That he understood that he was upset, and he, cause he, I mean, last time he filled it with an explanation of "don't come after," it. you know. I mean, he could have filled it yeah. with anything crazy, um, but yeah. he filled it with something well, that he would
0: make him happy. I think he, but in typical Harry form, he 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 got the, he figured about this week and did something nice next week he's going to do something to just erase the niceness that he's done. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to do something. He's going to like, I got a hand. I got this for you. I know how to make things nice. And then he's going to try and do it again or something and totally screw it up. Um, yeah.
2: And on I mean, that same also...
0: level, I, I really want Liv to know. I like, I feel so bad for Liv. Liv knows something's not right. You know, she had, you know, when she was a kid, she saw the, you know, the spaceship. I really, I want Liv to know. I mean, she can keep a secret. Me too. <laughs> you got to tell Liv. <laughs> you got to tell Liv. <laughs> yeah. I agree.
1: Well, it seems like she's on the case and and she's, you know, she's going to start paying more attention. And she also is listening to those tapes. That's Terry O'Quinn's voice, right? In those tapes. That's yep. the Terry O'Quinn character yeah. who made yep. that tapes. Yeah. So yeah. Cause I, I looked would...
3: up which episodes he was in and I'm like, Oh, because <laughs> I have seen he was in this one, too. That's kind of, like, cheating.
1: Like, I like oh, Terry Quinn's going to be in this season. No, his voice is in it. I mean, we'll see. I, have, I wonder I if I eventually
3: he's going to be him. in it, though, because um, I have to assume so, because um, – Sheridan Chris Sheridan, he had said during the interview when he was like listing the different characters, he said like Linda Hamilton was coming back, Terry was coming back. I, I would assume that if he said to us Terry's coming back, he didn't mean like to do voice work. I mean no, not know, like yeah.
0: Like, yeah. i I like
1: yeah. I don't know. Honestly, I guess that's we'll, no we'll, we'll find out. But, but anyway, <laughs> I mean it it's sort of it sort of does seem like a little foreshadowing that maybe Liv will you know, do some like do some investigating, go to a UFO convention or whatever, and like like bump into I forget That's the character's name. Same. But I think AJ that Liz will live will eventually know because I think she's gonna do some investigative work. And and Harry yeah
0: yeah
1: Harry you know so far Harry hasn't he, blund-
0: uh, he, he blunders. He,
1: in, well, yeah, I don't know if Harry's gonna do as good a job. Is he gonna fix Liv's memory or not? And will he do a good job? I mean, I think that fishing memory is not just a nice thing to do. It's kind of slick because, like, you don't have to replace Like, that explains the whole day. You give him this one memory of fishing with his yeah. dad. And that really is like a six- to eight-hour thing that you did that day, right? And you don't have to, like, fill his memory right. with, like, multiple things or whatever. Um, although he does seem to, um, yeah, and whereas... So, Liv, I don't know what he's gonna do, but I I, I, bet he, I, I think you're right. Harry's gonna blunder, and Liv will, Liv will move on. Um, How did you guys like the daughter storyline?
0: I liked it. I, I thought um. It was cute. At first, I was like, I said to Artie, I was like, do we know she had? A, he had a daughter. Did his wife any anything about a daughter? And Artie's like, I don't think so. And then we come to find out it's from his first wife. Jesus, Harry really gets yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> or at least. The well, human Harry instructor. did. Human Harry, I um, I gotta say, I was it's actually, I was disappointed.
3: Though, her father's dead, but at the same time, he has got Well, yeah,
2: a I,
0: yeah. I was disappointed to see her go at the end of the episode. I was hoping she was going to be around for a couple episodes. I didn't expect her to just leave right at the end of the episode. Um, I thought that was cute when he won her and he won her the alien. Whole <laughs> yeah. thing uh, to cute. win. Yeah.
2: Um,
0: and yeah. I, I really like that conversation. She's like, "She's like, come on, win me a prize." He goes, "I'll win myself a prize, and then I'll consider giving it to you." <laughs>
3: yeah, I
2: think someone
3: yeah. would have been fun- more funny though if he stole it. I don't know why, but I just have this like in my head of him losing and getting really, really mad and then stealing it.
1: Which have been just <laughs> well. She says, she says at the end, my dad stole it for me. She does oh, t- well, say nice yeah, alien, can... and she says my dad stole it for me. Yeah, I
0: think Yeah, but that different. was her being but sarcastic because of earlier that. I thought I thought she was being sarcastic though because of what happened earlier in the episode with her stealing the bike. Yeah, oh. I don't know. it would have
2: been funny oh,
3: him to it regardless.
0: So
1: I, I, you know, when they introduced her at the beginning of this episode, I was like, "Oh, do I really want to see this episode where Harry has a daughter because I didn't really love the white the episode where the wife visited that much." Um, I don't, yeah. I don't recall that as being among my favorites, um, but, but like the sullen teenager was actually like kind of like I enjoyed her a lot, and I enjoyed the, the actress who played her, um, and I wouldn't mind seeing her around either. And I don't know where they sent her because Harry told her she didn't have to go back to the school, and the mother is supposedly in Italy, right?
0: Right. So she just went home. So, so she just, you know, she just went yeah, home just
1: by herself. I think yeah. it's supposed so to be he, he a
0: He's teenager.
1: He, yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, like, uh, so I look forward to the day that you tell me that you put Artie on a bus by himself to go home by himself
0: uh, to hang well, out. Well, he already is home, so I he mean, doesn't have anywhere to go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know. I don't mean I look forward to it, but like, you're not putting your teenager. I know you're not putting your teenager on a bus a few states to go, then be home alone, right? You know better than to trust I kind of assumed but, she was
3: coming home because she stayed with him instead of going back to the camp. They didn't really say it, but it, I, I think that was kind of a mistake on their part. Yeah, well, she but gets, I don't she know gets on that, that bus. She she's going to back that. to...
1: She's going home. She's not going to the school. He told her she meant to go. She's going No, home. She's, going she's going home, home
3: but I kind of assumed her mother was going to be there when she got back, but I mean, they didn't outright say it, but I think it was supposed to be she was coming back. They they should have... No, her, her mother was in Italy.
0: She's... She mom's in Italy. Like or yeah, finding herself or something yeah. like, and there was no clear yeah. timetable when mom was coming home.
3: I
1: guess that's, yeah. yeah, right. I guess yeah. it is. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I mean it's kind of it doesn't really matter. It's not that big a deal. And no, you know, again, we're watching oh, no. a show that we're watching a show that you know this show like does a better job, and then it disappoints me so much. Where they think it's funny <laughs> that for no reason Ben farts for like twenty four seconds at the door. Like I'm like, "Oh, I guess I forgot that 10-year-olds watch this show also, and that's why I have to like watch this, right?" Because like, you know, to me, I just don't like that's like, oh, like it, it just had no point other than because like the bros I, who write the show thought that was
0: funny, right? I mean, to be to be fair, Ben is not really an adult and he's running the town. <laughs> so, yeah. so that All was right. completely de- that was a completely Ben thing to do everybody's gone I can just fart where I want <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I guess I guess I was a little you know
0: Yeah, you I think you're giving Ben too much credit
1: <laughs> I guess I just thought it was like the fourth grade moment of the week um, <laughs> but you know I'm like oh they let me down they were doing better but um. Hi, what is you guys? So this I, I was very disappointed that they had asked spend the night at the ex-boyfriend's house. Um because yes. wasn't he, wasn't he established as abusive earlier? Yes. Right? Yes. He's abusive. Yes. He's Me not too. just her ex, you know, who's Jay's father. He's abusive. I was like, how can they like I'm sorry that you're sad about your kid, but how could they have her do that? I was, I, I don't yeah. so, I was disappointed in that piece. Of, not in her character. Yeah, I was, right. too.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I did feel too. a little better. And I think I that's did feel why little he, better.
3: Um, Darcy got upset, too, part of it, probably.
0: Well, yeah, absolutely. That's why Darcy got upset. And I, I felt a tiny bit better, though, once she explained herself to Darcy. I mean, granted, I was right there with Darcy going, that's still a stupid reason, <laughs> you know. But at least it, it. There, there was some kind of sense in it. It wasn't a good decision, but there was some sense in it, at least. Right, because she right. said,
1: like, "Oh, he was there for me when Jay was born. And he was there for me when we Not home. so much that, up. Like
0: well, and you got to remember her. Um, she was in a, she was self loathing at that moment. You know, she was sad and self loathing. So yeah. it's like she went back to She went. She went back to be miserable. You know, she went because he was. It's not that he was there for her. It's that That's he kind of, w- literally was there. <laughs> you know, he was, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and he it was there sort of, with it. I, I took, yeah, I took it as a bit of self-loathing. I mean, as soon as she woke up, she was like, oh, my God, what the hell am I doing here? You know? So.
3: Yeah. Yeah. But she kind of came to a sense of the fact. I think she just felt a connection to him because he was there when <sighs> it happened, and it didn't necessarily mean anything. I know,
2: anything.
1: but, but he's, he's a horrible, horrible person and an abuser. Well, yes. Yeah um and physically abusive, and she got the hell out of right? it it's just it, well yeah, i mean, she
3: did but it breaks, look, right well that's why I, all that went down because she found i think i'm trying to remember I mean, I, is I, that yeah. why they went after him and everything because yeah. they found out he was abusive
2: not that
1: well, cutting no, somebody's brakes is okay regardless no. but i mean i think i think he serious. was like i think they observed him like being rough with her i can't really remember but I mean he's an ab- I mean I know he's he, mentally
3: abusive I just don't remember if he yeah, was he was physically, I believe
1: he was a physically was, abusive I think partner he was, if I recall correctly I
2: exactly.
1: it, so I mean to have her like I don't like her vulnerable she like she's sad because somebody else had a baby and she watched them daughter the baby or whatever and she felt that or whatever and 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 she was, uh, she was sober which is I mean drunk is not like see there, but she goes there I didn't also love that they made him be kind of a good guy, Mm -hmm. and she like, up in the morning, he's like, wait, don't go, blah, blah, So, I, so subsequently, I appreciated that he was kind of a dick with Darcy, and he's like, oh, she hates me so much, why'd she spend the night at my house? Right? So, he, he behaves like (laughs) a a boar. Yeah. I mean, he behaves like a boar, um, and like a jerk. So, uh, uh, there was that, but uh, I hear you, AJ, about like where they were going with this, and that she was she was really down and and self loathing is a good point. So she goes to her, but, you know. Um, I don't. The part I don't get is like I guess it's never been clear to me like when they gave when she gave up the child, Asta was very young, right? And was mm-hmm. this bad guy? So pain. she gives up. That she, she gives up the child. And I guess she stayed with this guy for a long time, and I guess he felt bad also? Like, it's never been established that he also felt bad about giving up the baby, but I guess he did. Yeah, I
0: mean, I just, I don't think, well, I don't think he necessarily had to feel bad about it. I think she, she felt bad, and he was just there, you know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: Not that yeah. he was
0: there for her. Well, it but he was like, it there. Like he was he might physically have there. Been
3: there for her. He yeah. might have been there for her, but to be fair, just because somebody is bad and abusive doesn't mean they weren't good at certain times too, and that doesn't negate what he did either. I mean, that doesn't make it okay right. and make him a good guy just because he did one good thing. But just because he did bad things yes. doesn't mean he wasn't at one point nice to her that she loved. I lovely. mean, no, but
2: but you I, don't
3: I mean, mean you ever go, it was a stupid thing for her to well, do. <laughs> I think that Yeah, is. people, people
0: do back stupid back things, Karen. Yeah. Yeah. No.
1: Okay, I've done stupid things. Yeah, and people she was she didn't go back to him, they're not together. So no, I mean any of those I was very disappointed Wallow. it happened. I was glad Darcy got on her ass about it. I'm glad. I'm glad they talked out and agreed about it. I I do think Darcy is correct. I think Asta is jealous that Darcy is friends with Jay.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Right.
1: Yeah. And, and Jay yeah. is still keeping Asta at arm's length, which is fair. Yep. There's nothing wrong with that. But Asta's jealous, and I think Darcy, you know, does have good intentions. And she, she is right when she says Jay needs somebody to talk to and whatever. Um, like, yeah. I, I love Darcy. I, I, Darcy, uh, I mean, she's a mess, but she's, she, <laughs> like, Dar- she's Darcy mess. speaks truth. Darcy always speaks truth. Although they yeah. they had this moment this week where she's like, I should be better at dealing with my parents. And I was like, as a person who my mother is currently not speaking to me, I was like, oh, yeah, I should be better at dealing with my parents too. <laughs> we all should be better at dealing with our parents, right, whether we have a trouble or actually, not. Actually,
0: when when she said that, I actually thought about you, Karen. I was like, Karen, yeah. I'd be so happy to hear that.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, I noticed it. Um, I was like, gee, I, I don't want to be comparing myself with Darcy. I've <laughs> <laughs> got to be better than Darcy at at life, right? Oh, uh, yeah. um, so yeah. Uh, so, interested. Th- the New York phone number is an alien, right? We think it's an alien. No, it's I mean, not. Looking... We don't you know. We We just know they. I think it's the, the
2: government. government. You last week, too?
0: remember last week, I think I think it's uh, Linda Hamilton and company. I think that oh, they, yeah, yeah, you know,
2: yeah.
0: when they, that last week when they intercepted, lost. yeah, last week when they intercepted the message, intercepted
1: the message. Um, yeah. okay,
0: I think it's they, bad. you know, they, it's a trap. yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. There was a ton of conversation with the octopus about whether or not it was a trap. It's totally a trap. It's a Linda Hamilton trap. And in the meantime, Linda Hamilton's former henchman, Fake Mulder, that little Fake Mulder, yes.
0: Bad Mulder has the ball.
1: Bad Mulder has the ball. He got it out of that. Is he going to start growing hair? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he'll start aging. Maybe he'll start growing hair out of his ears and nostrils like an old man because he's already grown. That's sure. we'll true. Yeah, I mean, it was a bad place know. to hide it, but the kids couldn't know. Um, yeah. So, oh. yes, it's Linda Hamilton, and I, I guess bad. I, I'm hoping that bad Mulder will maybe lives. Investigation will introduce to black Mul to bad Mulder, but he's bad and he's a, a bad guy, moulder.
3: Yeah, um, black Mulder or something. Yes.
1: Cheap Mulder. <laughs> yeah. Poor man's Mulder. Um, right. I'd like to. By the way, one more question before we move on from this: Have yeah. we met Liv's husband yet, or is he like a mystery man? Nope. Still?
2: He's. We've just seen him. Have they or, always, either We either. did. I, I don't, don't think, we think we've seen the
3: Restaurant together one time. They didn't really talk to him. I mean, it was just like in passing. But I remember seeing her date at the restaurant. Really. She had to really? leave her. I forgot what happened. She had to leave him to talk to her. Yeah, It was very, very brief. She w- had to go talk to the sheriff or something, and she left him there. They never, like, hey, I don't think he had a line. I just remember him, like, being there. He was just somebody in the town. And I don't think it's her husband. I, I think th- he's just her boyfriend. Oh. Uh, hmm. I
1: don't know. I'm I going to Maybe guy I missed him. took who it was, but I thought I it thought... was supposed to be. That was fun seeing him, not recently. It was,
3: like, last year.
0: So I thought he was, was, was going to be one of those characters, like, uh, you know, I thought he was going to be one of those characters you just never see until like the finale. Like, <laughs>
1: like, like, like Karen, like Karen's husband on uh, Will and Grace, who was never seen, but talked about all the oh, time. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. I forget yeah. his name. Stanley. But he's never seen. Family's Stanley. never seen for the entire show. Yeah. Um, I, I want to see him because I bet Liv's husband is great. Like, Liv is, like, the, she's great, right? Like, we all agree she's a great, great yeah. person and and yeah. smart and with it, but we don't get to see much of it because she doesn't stand up for herself. And I bet her husband is a really cool guy. Yeah. So, anyhow. I agree. Like yep. So. All right. All right. So, so moving right along. No piercer. Okay. No heard 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 heard. Heard.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, well, I was really I, you surprised. Know what? I mean, I,
2: I guess
3: was, it I was
0: surprised. I was surprised, but I wasn't. But that's not even the highlight of the episode. I found Miles. Every week we're like, yes. where the hell is Miles? Miles, <laughs> Miles finally appeared.
1: returned. Is that even the same yeah. actor? Because I was yes, sure. Is. <laughs> it is. It is. Okay. It is. It is, yeah. and he's wearing his pandemic yeah. hair that he probably grew at home for yeah. the last two years yeah. while I wasn't on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's this gross spurt
3: wore pandemic hair.
1: He's probably like, oh, I uh, don't want to cut it. I did appreciate that Josie says, oh, you've grown, what she's like, you've grown six inches since I've seen She says something about how much you've grown since I've seen you, which I appreciated. Because, yeah. um, you know, Josie's his mother, or she's like basically his mother, right? She's really good his mother yeah. in the tail. Yeah. Um, uh, Yeah, uh,
0: uh, um, her and Leighton raised him because his mother died.
1: I love seeing him. It's not clear to me if they put him in there because the fans are like, where's Miles, where's Miles, where's Miles? Or, (laughs) like, is he going to have a role moving forward? I mean, he he could, like, he's at the top of his engineering class. He could become a train driver, right, become an engineer.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, well, maybe robbie will
1: retire. Maybe
3: he'll take over. Who no.
0: knows? I was, yeah. I I was disappointed, but but I felt like they 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 missed an opportunity. Um, when she was asking him, she's like, you know, how's your, you know, your are top of your engineering class and everything. I was waiting for Josie to be like, I chose the train the other day, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <Yeah.
2: laughs> yeah. kind of right. little,
0: you know. And all so I had so to do I was, was have sex with the engineer.
2: Yeah, seriously.
1: If
3: like. yeah, she wants to tell him about her sex escapade,
1: yeah. Um, I thought it was a good, good episode. I thought it really. Um, I thought there was a lot of tension. Um, like something really huge happened, right? Um, and I, I, I loved the way you know they... what I kept. Go ahead, waiting. Oh, go towards... ahead.
3: Uh, Sorry, I didn't interrupt you. I was just going to say, whenever um, Layton says to him something like you thought Ruth would take over the thing I kept waiting for him to say and was surprised he didn't say is He never said to him, do you know that if she even wants that, because I don't think Ruth does. And like, sure. he just assumes that's what she wants and he never even says that to him. I don't know why, but I kept feeling like late you should say to him, that's what you want, not what she wants. Cause he's like not seeing that. I mean, it doesn't matter now, but um, I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> I did interrupt you. Go ahead.
1: Um, no, anyway, I was just saying that like I, I felt like uh, like stuff happened. Like we've had we always have build up, build up, build up and then like it's nice to see like a huge episode stuff happen in the middle of the of the season. I think it was good, like I'm glad they didn't try to drag out this um I I enjoyed the play clayton thing, but I'm, like it maybe was time to resolve it. How long could that continue to burn and still be a good storyline, right? So I thought Ooh. that was great, um, and um, yeah, I, uh, I, and I, I liked, um, I like that. I liked some of the references to culture on the train, like this idea that they've named it. What's the baby's name? Layla, Lay, Layza? Layla, Layla. Where her name is?
2: Um, Liana.
1: Liana.
3: Liana. And I only know that I'm at a recap.
1: I don't remember. And, and the name, the nameer off the tree, and Pike says that's a third class tradition. The tail tradition is to name her after the closest city, which we saw that mentioned a couple episodes ago. But yeah, you like, guys I, mentioned that when we were talking
3: on the podcast
1: about that. Yeah, I I kind of like the way they. I, I like that they're bringing the tail, like but the tail culture is still part of it. We saw the Breakman culture. We saw the breach like the cultures of the different parts of the train are still, I mean, first class culture, they're gone, right? Like a lot of first class is not even alive anymore. Um, but I kind of like the, I guess the only way, like this Pike Layton thing works and the threats to Layton's leadership work because of eight years of culture living on this train, right? And... Um, uh-huh. Thought it was great that they kept reminding us of where these characters came from, Um, really, which which is like which is really Pike's justification, right? I don't know, what'd you guys think?
0: I really really liked this episode. the whole The whole Pike storyline was great. Um, You know, it's funny you say. You know, how long could the the Pike and latent dynamic go? But we, we say that about. Uh, Wilford every week. How long can the whole thing with Wilford? Wilford, you know, same uh-huh. thing. But, okay. but I feel like I feel like I feel like the Pike stuff was a little more sustainable. Um, but first of all, I mean, I, at the beginning of the episode, I felt like I was like Pike needs to get over himself. Um, but then Leighton's an idiot. Okay, I mean, I I, I like Leighton, but he just really? he makes so many bad decisions. Like first of all, like first of all, okay. You, you've just figured, you're on the phone with Tilly, you figured it out. The guy who tried to kill you is oh holding your baby.
2: Take the baby back. Do
0: first. not, yeah, exactly, <laughs> Jamie. That, that was exactly my I thought. I thought to myself, you I'm like, before you, assume, yeah, yes, before, before you let him know that you're onto him, have him give the baby back first. And now, I wasn't worried about yeah. Pike hurting the baby. I didn't think, you know, I, wasn't, I didn't yeah, think that for a second. Even, even still. Give the baby back first. Because
2: <laughs> Le- yeah,
3: just... <laughs> I, I feel like that was just like a ripped tension scene they put in a lot of shows, which made it kind of dumb because it's like everybody yeah. knows if the person's in the room with you, you don't let on, you know, who it is. You know, and he like, it's, that part was dumb. I was, I, I knew and you then, were going to
0: say that because I thought the same thing. And then, and then, and then, okay, and then one but, of my favorite people on this show. What?
1: Well, I was to say, but it published it's established that Andre has a concussion from the bomb blast and is maybe not like thinking as well as he could. I'm not saying yeah. that's why he, I agree 95% that it was either poorly written or a bad Andre move and maybe 5% having a concussion and not having had a concussion. Yeah. I know that you really can't think when that happens.
0: Yeah. Yes, but he so, probably would have yeah. done
3: the same thing without the concussion.
1: <laughs> that, that's exactly.
0: very Fair enough. But, yeah. any, yep. but anyway, but anyway yeah. and then and then, my favorite, one of my one of my favorite people on the train has the nerve to say, go kill that maniac. Bitch, people have said that about you. <laughs> All right? You got a lot of nerve saying go kill that maniac when uh, you well, you have exactly been the most her. faithful to the, tail, faithful to the wait, wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. She literally <laughs> had her... When Zara screams, "Go kill that maniac!" she screams at Leighton, oh, "Go kill Zara. that maniac!" Yeah. Now, maybe I'm biased towards hate Zara. <laughs> but I it okay. She had her baby only like five hours ago, and um, okay,
0: all right, I'll she, give you that. I
1: can't believe she's walking. I can't believe she's walking, but she's having coursing hormones and just had her baby, and yeah. like you know, she's. Um, and he did. Ju- she did think maybe her baby might be kidnapped or something in that moment, right?
0: Yeah, um, I, I'll give it yeah. that. So, the thing at the, I I I figured this out right away. You know, when they ha- decided to do the, the Taley justice, um, I I just, I already knew where it was going. Um, Pike, you know, I realized it's a win win for Pike. Like, Pike cannot lose going into this argument. Like, Pike wants the knives from the get go, because yeah, it's a win win. It's win win for him. He wants to die. Pike doesn't want to be doing this anymore. Pike is so spent and so tired of everything that he feels he can't win. So death is his only way out. On the flip side of it, if he <gasps> does win, if he if he does win and kills Layton, then he gets his wish and he says, "Okay, Ruth, Layton's dead, you take over." So at, at least in Pike's mind, this is a win-win. Um I thought that was great what he says to Layton, uh at, as he's dying, he says, "I hope you find it frozen." I thought that was great. Um, But once again, Leighton, I'm sorry that Pike didn't. Pike did not need to die. That is on Leighton. That's not not because he literally killed him. It's on Leighton because as soon as Pike threatened the lie, Leighton was like, "Get the knives." I'm sorry, but Pike's life what and he what he, he can do That's for what that he train.
3: Said it. I kind of I mean, disagree, Jay. Right, he, he he knew that, that that saying that would make him a great life. Oh yeah, client.
0: absolutely, absolutely. But, but my problem is latent because you're a leader, or you want to be, you, you think you're the leader, and technically you are right now, but I'm sorry. For all the problems you and Pike have had, okay, Pike is a hell of a lot more valuable than your stupid fucking lie, all right? You're going there anyway. You guys are already on the way. First of all, the, the, lie, the lie never should have been told in the first place, all right? The lie was stupid to begin with. It's just another bad decision by Leighton. Pike's life was worth more than the lie. You know, if if I the mean, truth came out, is is Layton Le- is Leighton pushed to the side maybe and somebody else takes over? Yeah. But I, I just Leighton made another poor decision and, and, ended up Le- and ended up fighting Pike. And I fighting Pike. And entirely So I'll nobody agree
1: with you on that. I mean I don't think Layton had a choice. Once Josie called for Yvonne's old Yvonne's way, he had to go for it. There's no way he could not not choose this, right? I mean he had to go for this method of dispute resolution and it was clear that Pike was never going to accept anything but the not. The very first thing Pike says is bring the knives. Pike has no interest in any sort of in any sort of Yeah.
3: So it really didn't matter resolution. what he said. It would have ended there. It's just that brought it about faster. I, I
0: guess. I guess I agree with that. But at the same time, Leighton could have kept it going for hours. He could. Have, he could have worn Pike down. It was the fact it's that he brought Pike up down. the whole lie.
3: Yeah, I don't think it would have worn Pike down. I think Pike would have been there hours later saying the same thing. Can we
1: please? That Pike was a... the reason that Pike cannot accept Andre as a leader is not because he thinks Andre is a bad leader. He's beholden to Andre from from the very beginning. Let's remember that Pike was a cannibal. Pike was one of the cannibals in the tale. And when they killed True. all the cannibals, Andre spared Pike. And so Pike has owed Andre his life since the show began, right? And that's where Pike's inability to accept Leighton really begins, I think. Like Pike just cannot accept that he owes Andre his life, and Andre leveraged that to force him to kill Terrence in season two. Remember that when like he made yeah. he, like made him go. So after yeah. Andre spares his life, Pike swore he would never kill anybody outside of combat, and then Andre orders him to assassinate a guy, and uh, like Pike like Pike it's the only like. Finally, Pike had a code, and Andre's like, yeah, go assassinate that dude. And Andre, I think Pike tried to let that guy fight, but it wasn't really like a fight, right? I forget what happened yeah. there. But, um, like, I feel like Pike's, Pike's grievances with Andre are not about the lie. They're not about Andre's, whether no. Andre's leadership is good or bad. And they're not about whether, no. like – he only cares about the lie because he had one over on Andre. Like, I don't really think, but, like, yeah, I, I think really it was believe what you knew
3: that that would make him. Oh, no, I play. agree with he
1: that.
3: that I, yeah, I agree Greg. with that.
0: I guess my argument is, like, Andre could have think... tried to make it last longer. You know what I mean? Like, it's, I guess. Andre gave into what Pike wanted way too quickly. Like, the I, plan I, going I, in I there like... was don't give into Pike no matter what. <laughs> And, he yeah. gave, and as he, soon as like, Andre started something, he, said that, he just gave into it. He egged, him one time on he,
3: he, he egged him on enough saying that that he knew that was the one thing he could say that would make Andre fight. But I think no matter how long they had a stalemate, it would have ended in the same Thing you're probably I right. Think Look, I, just feel like, I think Pike would have stayed there for hours and hours and hours and eventually it would have ended the I, same. It just made it go faster. I, That's what I feel like.
0: Yeah, you're probably ahead. you're yeah. probably right, but I, I just feel like Andre gave in way too quickly and it was because yeah, of did. this stupid lie that I hate. Um but what was I gonna say? Crap. Uh, of okay. Uh most I mean oh. I just I, um what, yeah. I, I know I know what I was gonna say. Um Pike brought up a really great point, though, when Andre was like, tell me what you want. You know, do you want a room in first class? Do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? And Pike's just like, wow, look who has all the power. You know what I mean? Like, Andre is, you know, he's basically trying to bribe him. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it wasn't a good look for Andre. Like, I, I, I just, and that's what I love about this show. That's what I love about this show, though, because it's, like the the writing on the show is really good because it does such a great job of keeping the characters within the frame of who they are. Um, And I might, I always agree with what the characters do and say and everything, but I just, I really appreciate how the characters always stay true to themselves.
1: (laughs) I mean, AJ, I agree with you that when I watched that and, and and when Pike said that, I agreed that like Layton really like this is what you're offering. And it just shows how Layton has become not a tailie in Pike's eyes. On the other hand, um, Leighton now has to be the leader of the whole train, not just of the tailies, right? He's the leader of the whole train. Well, yeah. I also, let's, let's remember that when they first rebelled, Pike totally turned on the tail and Leighton in exchange for a first-class cabin. Remember that? When Leighton, when Pike was like, oh, yeah, as long as we get a first-class <laughs> yes, cabin. <he> did. <laughs> I'll totally tell you how to, like, I'll, I'll totally give you Leighton's number if you give me a first-class cabin. So it's not like that shit hasn't worked on Pike before. Like, maybe... That's an
0: excellent point.
1: Maybe it was badly written and could have been a better... Maybe Andre should have said, like, oh, come on, you totally sold yourself in first class before. Maybe that line would have been good to be added.
0: There. Yeah. No, that's, um, that's, that's, that's an excellent point. I hadn't thought about that. That makes um, it a little bit better, It's not like Pike actually.
1: hasn't been that guy. But I agree with you, at least from, from Pike's perspective. Yeah. Oh, Layton, look at you handing out first class cabins. Um, I it was always, it was a pretty it was not the best. It was a decent fight scene. I actually really liked that scene right before, where Ruth is like, "Are you kidding me? Like you, like don't tell me you did this for me." Like I kind of love yeah. that Ruth put that little note before before she left. Right where it's like, you're Mm -hmm. so great, and we we had it made. We had it made down there under the train with the rats. And she's like, really? Because we were barely surviving, and we were doing a job, and I thought we were together on this. And, uh, like, I love that. Uh, And, of course, Alison Wright, is she's such a fantastic actress. Um, Yeah. Maybe the best actress on this show. Uh, I love that, how she says that and just puts it in his. And and I think maybe that's also a reason why, as you say, it's a win-win. If Pike dies, he still wins. Like he's lost Ruth, right? He's lost, uh, oh. and he he doesn't really. He's lost the tail, and he like Pike really. I, I like yeah. Pike as a character. I think his death makes a lot was well written. Makes a lot of sense at this point, and I'm okay with it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I'm okay with everything that happened. Just I was irritated yeah, I was by sense. late, and and, and actually.
3: I huh? think. Jamie, did oh, I... Didn't um, like, I said I was more I think it was she, sad, that like, seeing Ruth be upset than about yeah. him being... Gone. Although I like him. I mean, I yeah. felt bad he died, but I mean, I think it was more sad watching her sad. I feel bad he that died. Makes, yeah. but it makes sense. And
1: again, cannibal.
0: It makes sense. Yes. No, you're right. Yeah.
1: Again, cannibal. Um,
0: w- real, real quick before we move on to other parts of the show. Um, leading up to, to all this, when he was, when they were looking for Pike and he's telling the other tailies and they're like, man, no, 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 Pike, man, you you're, you're wrong. This isn't right. When Layton said that's an order, I was like, oh dude,
3: <laughs> oh man, yeah.
0: like, you
3: totally screwed yourself up. Bad,
0: bad, bad move. Like that was, I would have been, oh, that's an order, huh? <laughs> I'm going to hide Pike now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. I mean, there was, I mean, that was part of that. Like, there's this, like, once, like, I think Wayton says, once it, somebody says, once a taily, always a taily in this, in this episode, right? But we also saw said that it. scene. We also saw Miles says to Josie, like, is anyone still a taily? And he has a good point. Like, yeah. the train is much more fluid. Like, are there classes anymore? There right. are. But there kind of aren't like there's your your assignment for your cabin or whatever, but the train is a lot more fluid as it should be. It's interesting that these people yeah. have difficulty adapting to uh to a more equal system, like they're still very like class conscious and not yeah. able to well, adapt, which let's face it, that's how our society is right now in a lot of ways, right?
0: yeah. That's but you know that's actually a great um, you know when you look at perspective, Miles who is a teenager is like you know I'm I'm an engineering school now. Leighton has the train you know everybody's and he looks at it as he's like is there really anybody really a tailie anymore? It's always the adults who cling on to stuff like that. You know what I mean? Leighton says it. I'm pretty sure Josie says it in the episode also. Is you know once a tailie always a tale. Um you know, because adults cling on to those things more than kids, yeah. you know, kids, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's kind of like why we're in the shape we're in in this country right now, because people hang on to these beliefs that don't exist anymore, you know. People, you know, mm-hmm. things change, and you've got to change with the times where is people don't want to do that.
1: Yeah. Actually, before we move on, I have one more question.
2: Yes. At least so three far. or four
1: times, at least three or four times, Leighton said, "I'll make you my daughter's godfather, and everything will be forgiven. And you'll be the godfather." And I don't know. To me, that seems like a very... Um, I, I didn't understand the importance of that, and I don't think it's. To me, it's not established on Snowpiercer that godfather is like a major cultural thing. Mm, I know in my own no, life, but I, I have a I have a godfather. Godfather, but I don't think I don't think my father said to his friend either kill me or be my daughter's godfather. Right? Like, <laughs> what the hell was that, right?
3: I think it was a matter of trust. That's how I took it. I think it was like saying you do this for me, all's forgiven that you're something important to me. Like it's not that it had a significance to other people. I think it was more just saying if you're his god, her godfather that proves that like i care about you and i trust you that's kind of how i looked at it not so much an important status as him saying i'm bringing you back
1: into the fold you're part of this still that's how so I'm you mean it. it's like it's like that's how much i forgive you that i will allow you to be my daughter's godfather if i die you raise her
3: yeah yeah it's kind of like like if he said something like you'll you'll like him i feel like he was saying like you'll still be part of it you, you'll still be with us like he's saying that he's not he's forgiving him completely and he'll still be like part of the fold. You know what I Does that make sense what I'm saying? Like yeah. he will still work with yeah. him and he'll still, instead of just saying like, I forgive you, but you're, I'm never going to trust you again. He's like saying everything will be back to normal. At least that's how I took it. I don't know that that's how it was meant, but yeah. that was how I looked at it. All right.
1: It. Fair enough. I think it was a lie. I think if, I think if they had not come to the knives and he'd made Pike the Godfather, he'd still have to kill him. Like Leighton would have had to kill Pike eventually, right? There was no way Pike could yeah. be trusted. Yeah, yeah, I
3: kind of agree. But he wanted it to be easy, and he wanted him to surrender. I think. I mean, he didn't sort of. just kill. He didn't
1: just try to kill Leighton. He he risked the entire train, really, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Other parts of the show, let, let, can, we, can we hold the best part and just talk really quickly about Alex and um, what's what's um, the daughter's name? daughter. Grace, is that her name? Roche's daughter, is that Grace? I forget her name. But that was a really interesting segment, I thought. And <laughs> where do you guys think that's going?
0: Um, you know, I was kind of glad, you know, there's not a lot. We haven't really seen a lot of teenage. I mean, there's Miles and there's Alex. And now, we, you know, we knew about Roche's daughter, but she was never really prominent before. So I kind of like the idea of maybe, you know, getting some more teenagers going on the show so that Alex isn't just talking to the adults all the time. I think that could be an interesting friendship. I really got a kick out of that when <laughs> she extorted the guy. She's like, oh, where are you 16? Oh, yeah, I think that's where we had the problem. She's like, do you have boots? Like, like." But at the same time, it was like, wow, you know, I was like, she might not be thrilled with Wilford, but she picked up some pretty good, you know, negotiating traits with him. But, I mean, ultimately, yeah. it was a good thing because it, it it got Roche the hell out of there because he finally, you know, talked to his daughter.
3: Yeah, I think she knew
1: that they needed him, too. Well... Yes, I mean, I thought. I mean, I thought the two of them were really great. I mean, I love that guy who plays um the father. He was um he was in he was the father in Glee. Remember, he was Kurt's father in Glee, and I've liked that actor for a long time. I forget his name. I thought he was really good in his little cell. I thought the woman who plays his daughter was really good. Um, but yeah, having having Roche back, he used to be Till's boss, and now Till. Tilt really is Leighton's right-hand man, right? Right-hand woman. So, I mean, I, I kind of like the idea of what's Roche's position with, with the Brakeman. Can he be trusted? He's a loose cannon, but also they need people that they can trust, right? Like, I feel like, he, right. like there's things that can happen with his character right now. I personally hadn't really thought about Alex having a friend, but can the kid please have a friend because her last friend was LJ, who's a psycho. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, by the way, the um Carly is is Roche's daughter.
1: Carly, that's her name. Yeah.
0: Carly. Um Um
1: Yeah, I don't And
0: since since, since you brought up LJ, oh my god. Oh my god. She <laughs> I can't. It was, you know what was really funny it was, you know, when she gets, you know, she gets the eye from Audrey as payment, oh, and already says, Artie says, he goes, are you going to put it in your mouth again, like talking to the TV? And then you see her, like, like smelling it and, like, rubbing it on her lips or anything, and then, boop, I was like, yep, there you go. <laughs> and then poor Till later, when she, like, smiles and moves the eyeball around at her, what Till say? It like you're a special kind of crazy or something like that. <laughs> she
1: goes, she goes, she goes, you're a freaking weirdo. I knew it. I had the, um, and she is, she's a freaking weirdo. That girl. Um,
0: yeah. Very. No two weird. ways about it. I
1: wonder, I wonder where Audrey got it. Like where'd Audrey get the eye? To me, that was like, huh, I don't Audrey know. There's resources on this train that we don't really know about, right? Like, Audrey's got resources still. Well, he's um, dead,
3: right? So she yeah. could have just... Yeah. Oh, that's, here's my question, though. He's not in the drawers. He's dead, right? Wouldn't they have like, he's floated, his yeah, bo- he's or not, floated his body? Yeah. Um, I feel like they're in space. Yeah. Uh, shot out his body. There's no way, but maybe yeah. they took they his were... possessions
1: after they were part of the whole chunk of first class that was sacrificed, right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah there's no a, one.
3: It was his extra, though. She said something like it was
1: his backup. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know, but, and there are still first class oh, cars, right. but, like, how how Audrey got it, how Audrey came to, like, Audrey's a very resourceful and sp- I don't know. I guess there are still people that were friends with her before she betrayed the entire train and became Wilford's, like, paramour or whatever. Like, I don't get why people would be... But there are... Are there still Wilford fans on the train, oh, yeah. maybe?
2: Absolutely.
1: And Absolutely. Or Audrey might have wanted to tra- trade for that. So she was able to... I mean, Audrey has resources. I love that scene. How did you guys like it? The scene, oh, it Not great. the scene with Audrey, The scene when Audrey... When no, Audrey, I mean, LJ, LJ allows she arranges for Audrey to get and see Wilford. How do you guys like that?
0: Yep. I was yeah, I mean, I was no- surprised,
1: Audrey,
3: but
0: I was shocked. You what? I was shocked by the scene. Like, I couldn't believe it when Wilford was like, "Well, the science makes sense," and I was like, "Wait, what did he just say?" Like, a couple of weeks ago, he was like, but "You can't." You know, he, he killed Melanie over this. And now he's like the I, science I makes so sense.
3: Battled. I don't think he knows what he's saying.
0: Oh uh, <laughs> I no, I think yes, I think yes. he knows exactly what he's saying. I, I I actually I mean, I could be getting fooled here, but I actually believe that after almost dying and, and still being a little at, you know, not quite all there, I I almost feel like there's a part of Wilford like kind of realizing his own mortality and has decided that instead of fighting all the time, maybe maybe he's actually given up, which I think could be very interesting simply because like we were just talking about, you know, the, the constant Pike and Leighton dynamic we've been saying all season, you know, how are we going to have a season four? how many times can Wilford take the train away from Leighton and then Leighton take it back from him before it get, it just gets to be redundant, you know? So, Could Wilford possibly no longer be the big bad because of the state he's in? And what do you think about – I don't know how it would work exactly, but what do you think about Audrey being the big bad moving forward?
3: I don't know that I really think that idea makes – I mean, I I see how they could do it, but I don't think I like the idea.
1: I have a bunch of thoughts here. One thought is that I I agree with Jamie – that isn't nobody's saying in the sense that, in the sense that this is not will like Wilford previously would see the science, know it's real, and just deny it, right, and just poo poo right. it in the way that many many people in our own country right now see science and deny it, right? <laughs> like we see that mm-hmm. happening from our own leadership, our own Congress, sometimes our own media people, um, and I think I, so. I think Jimmy. When when like Jimmy, when you're like, oh, he doesn't know what he's saying. Like, cause he's not him. Like he's not himself. Maybe is a another way that I think of it. Like, yeah. Like he's not himself, and so he's saying things he would never say, or doing things he would never do. Um, that drug that he's not his right do.
3: mind right now.
1: I yeah, I, I thought it was really interesting that that he talks about like he he took the drug they like Roche gave him the drug that they give you in the drawers, right? And he says, oh, it was yeah. like a living death, and I it was like a it was like a, a a living death, and I couldn't stop dreaming, and I couldn't listen that and that. It, it actually helped me to understand a little bit why Roche is so fucked up coming out of there. Um, although Roche was Not there on, for like at there. least six months. Yeah, Roche was there for like six dead. months. Yeah. And and Andre was, how long was Andre? Andre was in the drawers for only like a week or two, right? Roche was in for six mm-hmm. months. Um I don't how long he was in. Uh Wilford wasn't at all but he got a giant dose of it and he Yeah, Wilford was having,
3: overdosed on it. I mean don't know exactly I do think yeah.
1: Wilford has a new understanding of the torture he inflicted on people. Not that he necessarily really cares. But to Jamie's well, point, like, like I agree with both of you. But I, think, I agree with
3: Jamie. I think there's a little bit of his understanding because he does even mention that um, Alex came and read to him. But I don't think that he's totally like, oh, now I'm going to be on Layton's side. I think that he is broken. He's confused. He's not himself, and I think he's not knowing exactly what he's saying.
1: Right. So I agree with you when you say he doesn't know what he's saying. Like. It's because he's not himself, I agree with AJ, that it's not that he doesn't know what he's saying, it's that he's he, he's he been stripped down to like like all those horrible parts of his personality seem to have been stripped away at least temporarily. And he's admitting, yeah. like, he, he's broken, he's a mess. He says to Audrey, like, we could get off the train and just live together. Which, it's funny because I felt like there was a point a whole season ago in Audrey's flashback well, Audrey where like, maybe... Yep. In Audrey's, right, yeah. in Audrey's flashback, that's what Audrey wanted. She was in love with him and wanted to have a life with him. And now he's offering it. But now Audrey, like you, like AJ, I kind of, could she be the big bad? I don't know. I heard it in your voice, Jamie. I don't know that anyone would follow her. But it, it's clear that Audrey is addicted to the power in the same way that he was. Like Audrey wants to stay on the train to be in power and to have a lifestyle and have people under you. Right, like she's totally gone, 100% Wilford
0: now. Um, yeah, I didn't say she'd be successful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just said. That oh, right. Okay. Least, fair. You know,
1: yeah. I, I agree with you.
0: It's a, it's a different, it's a different dynamic than having Wilford yeah. come back again and be like, okay, give me the train back. That. Yep. It, it's something new I, and I different it's a, to, to. It's an interesting explore.
1: idea to not to not have Wilford be the antagonist because how long can that go on and to have Audrey become the <laughs> new antagonist? Like, like Pike is gone right now. Pike's gone. Wilford's not a factor right now. Could Audrey be the person who leads the, I mean, maybe, except she was kind of psycho. She was a little bit psycho in
2: that.
1: Mm. Like, she really thought that Wilford was going to be like, Audrey, you're so hot and I love you so much and let's take over the train. instead he's like, let's just give up and have a life together. And she's like, what? Ah!" And she runs out, right? She also, it's (laughs) interesting to me, that I thought she didn't look good. Like, I, I, I like the way they do Audrey's makeup from scene to scene. Like, like, she, like when she was on Big Alice, she kind of looked like this with the sequins and the tons of eye makeup, right? And then she lived in the cell for a while. She was sort of stripped down. When she sang that song last week in the, in the, um, in the, in the bar car, the night car, and she was very, like, stripped down with no makeup and a simple costume. I was like, this is, like, a sign of – and now this week again she's got – I thought this week she had, like, tons of black eye makeup and shit. And I was like, oh, this is, like, bad Audrey again, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and she looked a little, <laughs> a little crazy. By the end of it, when she's like, Wilford, no, yeah. how are you? There? She's, like a, she's like a harpy when she runs out of there.
0: Um, and, and, you know, it's funny because yeah. <laughs> I actually bought it for a second last week when Till was talking to her, and she's like – Please hit your rock bottom because when we get there, these people are going to need you. And then she takes the guitar and she sings that song. And I thought, oh wow, till actually got to her, there might be hope for Audrey. And then this week she's right back in Crazy Town.
1: Yeah. So
0: apparently she hasn't yeah. hit rock bottom. She hasn't hit rock bottom yet.
1: No. No, she. Um, the only, I mean, the one thing about her and Wilford is I feel like. I see fewer and fewer people who actually want to stay on the train. Like I know that Asha is a lie and Pike like when Pike found her and she says, Oh, I spent eight years in a hole and Pike's like, "Uh Uh-huh. So you're lying. You weren't living he asked her all these questions and like her story's falling apart, right? Um but uh, like there's not many people who don't want it to be true. It's a lie and it's not good, but there's not, most of them would like it to be true, and the science supports it, right? Like, So to yes. AJ's point, the lie is a dumb idea, because why not be honest and say, like, listen, we have some science that says like this could be a good idea, let's just do it. Because they probably
3: would have followed along with the truth. It is kind of dumb. But um, So here's my question. Layton started seeing the tree again. I'm
2: oh, curious. Yes, I hate that. that. You're quiet. But I know you
3: do. But um, I'm curious What you guys think, because that, to me, of him, I mean, I guess it could go, they could be meaning it either way, but that, to me, him getting getting hit in the head and once again seeing the tree kind of, to me, shows that it's all in his head. But I don't know. Right. I guess you could take it the other way, and because you got off down, have another vision. I, I think it's more saying I, it's not real. That was how I took it. No,
0: I, I don't. No clue, but. I I don't think he's having a vision. There's nothing on this show. You, you can't all of a sudden you have supernatural type abilities. It's not a vision. I think it's what Till, like what Till said. You know when yeah. he first told Till about it, and she said. You know, it could be a memory from your childhood that you know, like something that came to the surface, or you know, something you saw somewhere, or something. I mean, probably we know he we saw it on a TV show. You know what I mean? Like, maybe, I mean, yeah. we don't know anything about his, about, about, his, about his childhood. I mean, maybe his parents sure were people that travel. Yeah, Here's we, one other we don't know
3: about his. You. Did you did notice? I thought this was probably had meaning or will have meaning. Did you notice Wilford saw the picture of the tree in the book? He like looked yes. at it. Yeah, I saw that. He, I thought that there was some kind of clue, but I'm not sure what it means. But I think it's going to come into play later. Like, is it going to be that he believes well, believes him? Is it going to be that he knows it came from there and he made it? up like, you know, I'm just, I think it's going to maybe come in, oh, into no. play later. Yeah, no, I, but next week I did, not notice, I did notice. I did notice that. Like the yeah. whole episode, him after he got, a, he's in a has a concussion or whatever. Oh my like god, coma.
1: I I. I you're gonna you know that I'm oh, going to no. lose my mind, right? I'm going to lose my Candy, mind. Right? Episode, I saw the, great. the preview Something appears what it that it's like. an entire episode that's a hallucination or a dream or a vision or
0: whatever, right? With the tree. yeah. And, yeah it looks like
1: I'm so, really not. I'm well, with, hey, listen, I, I mean, I Every, agree. every
0: episode, <laughs> the season can't be great. You got to have one bad episode. I guess it's next week. Yeah. And
1: it's always yeah. a dream episode. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, all right, yep. so all right. It's getting late
3: And I know AJ yep, and AJ's got to go to work
0: Yep Yeah all right. all right Um. So you guys just text me when you're done And I will end the show While well, okay. okay. cool. close, close so cool. I'll hit end Unless when you guys want to sign in to end it However you want to do it I don't care All
2: right
3: I'm on my Thank iPad. You, can... Thanks have a
0: good night Have fun at work All right good night ladies <laughs> oh yeah. Bye. bye. <laughs> talk to you
3: guys
0: next week. <laughs> bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Bye
3: bye. Okay. Bye bye. Yeah, I got. Um, so is, I'm before it's like, walk- getting late, I got to take a shower yet. <laughs> I'm falling asleep. All right. Before we do Walking
1: Dead, anymore. before we Walking Dead, do you have any stuff you want to announce or talk about or whatever? Yeah, or? I was
3: going to make sure that I mentioned that. Um, I am tomorrow talking to. Um, why do I keep like wanting to call him the wrong name? to josh mcdermott but anyway i'm talking josh to him what time what time is yeah. that interview uh 3.30 i think some 3.20 something like that it's it's later in the afternoon oh. but um so, so yeah but so, uh it's, so, it's just me and him it's not going to be super long i think she said like 10 to 12 minutes so i don't okay. got tons of time but um it, it's a one-on-one so people can send me their their josh questions or their uh, eugene questions and um, I'll try to ask what I can. Um, it's going to be it's a post um, post mortem for this week's episode. People will have already seen this one on AMC Plus if you watched it. But uh, did you watch right. it yet? By the way, Cause I,
1: I had asked no, you. No, but if you I'm going to watch it. it when we hang up. I'm going to watch it when we hang up. Okay, cool. The episode that, that will see. air on Sunday night. So you on AMC, you will right. post so on this, Monday, up,
3: right? This yeah. article. This interview will go up after that airs because it's a post for right. that episode um and, and i i don't know i thought it was a really good episode i right after actually right after the episode i'm like is there going to be any interviews for this i want to talk to somebody about the episode i literally did that uh, because cool. i really i liked it i think it, it's kind of an important episode i don't want to go into it because i don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it but um uh, but i i liked it i thought it was an important episode and pretty good um, but that cool. we'll be talking about that episode next week. But people can tweet me questions or, you know, message me questions, whatever. Uh, yeah. And also, I think I'm probably going to talk to somebody. I, I got to look up her name. I don't know her name offhand, and I feel bad because I don't know know her name offhand. But um, she's from Lost. Uh, that I'm I haven't set it up yet, but I was offered an interview for, um, the show. Uh, it's a brick box show called The Bay. And um, the Bay. Hmm. Yeah, she's the lead on the third, oh, I'm trying to find my email, third series. She uh, played Naomi on Lost, so I'm like, Marsha Thomason, oh, and I'm like, yeah. she's from Lost, so that's like a double plus.
2: So, yeah, um, it's so a, a like, bonus. Yeah, of
3: course, oh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. So, um, so, yeah, I'm probably going to be talking to her as well. I, I mean, that's not confirmed or anything, but... Um, I just thought about you because I thought, you know, because she mentioned a of stuff. Yeah, that's no, so. yeah. All right, cool. cool. And I'm still trying All to get right. Harold Perry, so we'll see. All right. Oh, yeah, he's done uh, the let's show. talk yeah. about Walking Dead then. This one is where they – it actually shows them more at the Commonwealth, right, and the whole party and everything. Yeah. Um, so uh, let me – now, I, i got to be careful because I have seen ahead. But but i just kind of okay. curious. I, I want to tell you, Thor, how I feel. I don't know if you want to tell me or not tell me, but I feel like the Commonwealth is going to be, end up be a good thing because I assume this is probably where they're going to leave the show. I don't think Hornsby is a good guy. I don't know that I think he's an evil murderer, but I don't think he's a good guy. But I feel like Pamela Hamilton – for the most part, I feel like maybe he's on the level. Like, I don't think she's doing everything the right way. Like the whole, I, cause I was, I was thinking about it. And like the fact that there's all these class systems is kind of not good, but
2: I I thought about
3: it. And it's kind of like, if you're getting back to society, that's always going to be there. You know what I mean? Like everybody has a role to play and some people are, are more important jobs than others. And I just started thinking about it and wondering, like, could a full society exist without
1: that? Like it would be
3: nice to say it could, but I don't well, know. Well, what do you? I was just kind of curious what you thought about that. And my my comment about Hamilton, I don't know whether you Hamilton, that's just Hamilton, <laughs> I don't know what Hamilton, you, Pamela
1: uh, Hamilton. Let's call her Hamilton.
3: That's why I said, or Pamela Milton. She's not even Hamilton. Why am I calling her Hamilton?
1: Pamela, Pamela Milton, Milton. I don't
3: know. Yeah. Anyway, so I have a Milton. bunch
1: of I have a bunch of issues with this episode that we can talk about. But in terms of your idea right now, your question right now about class structure. I think that what they're getting at is, like, I agree with you that it's natural when you are forming a society that you might fall into our previous patterns. I do think, I I think the point they're trying to make is that the previous class structure didn't work for a lot of people. Um, no, of course not. Didn't, didn't work for women, didn't work for people of color for sure did work for people with no money and they fall into the same thing where this woman, Pamela Milton, father was the president, right? She makes followers in the US. She's from a she's from a a big political family and that seems to be the only reason that she's in charge. And she seems to only care about like the privileges and the perspective and not about people. Although I felt like it wasn't really that well done in this episode. I I I really I don't, I feel like she's still doing a decent job though.
3: Like I don't know and I mean I don't know know, because I haven't seen enough. I just kind of it made me wonder just like from a from a perspective of like not necessarily even walking I think, dead. I just was I think thinking doing about a job that could that work. Could you not have it... that social service?
1: I think if it's the zombie apocalypse and you have 50,000 people inside your walls who are safe, you're doing a good job in some ways, right? But right, I right. think that, look, they've the instituted money. We've never seen money in any, in any group ever, right? We've never seen, like, the idea there's some stuff going on that, and you're assigned to your job based on your job before the apocalypse. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I don't... It's been right. at least 12 guess... years right? It's ridiculous yeah, that, that your that job should be the previous with. job. Yeah. But I
3: guess what I'm doing um, is I don't know if you could have a society without a system as in the sense if you're more productive to society, not that you should have to have your old job. People that can do other jobs should be able to do what they can do. But I'm saying like being a person who is more, I don't want to say worth more, but that I'm trying to think of the right wording, but that it, like I said, it's more productive, helps the society more and helps people. I feel like you're always kind of going to have some people who are more important than other people. But I, but, I do but, think that, like, yeah. race, and class, race and all that shouldn't be a part of it. I don't know. I just, it just made me wonder. I was just thinking about it, it um, just well, in a yeah. general
1: sense. I mean, I mean, I think that this, yeah, I, this is why it wasn't well done, because it was all sort of dumped on us in a big blah, and we we missed the whole part where like we've had a time yeah, jump again. And I think it's huge that we didn't see the part where our characters agree to join the Commonwealth. Like we just see them thirty days in, right? And it's like last week they knocked on the door, this week they're thirty days in. That's a problem for me. Um Yeah, and, I agree
3: with that. And I don't think we've seen a whole lot of it yet. I, I've seen further and I just was kind of. You I know, know we might get some it, flashbacks,
1: but... whatever, but I think that it's a, It is kind of a bad way to run a society. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Connie, Connie was an investigative reporter before, and now they make her an investigative reporter. I'm sorry. Does, do you need an, Do you need that right now? She's she's an amazing. It's like they don't even have zombies outside their gates. It's crazy because we are trying seen, to
3: be too normal. Yeah, I we have agree seen with that.
1: so many communities decimated by a herd. We have seen, like, Alexandria and Hilltop and so many places that were doing great, but a hurdle take you out. And they're not worried about, like, having, like – I mean, they do have an army, but I just feel like – now you have a guy who was a – you know, part of this episode is this guy, who, this guy Tyler, who was a, um, a, 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 an army guy, and Princess beats him up, and he's demoted to waiter, and he loses his money, and he can't support his kids or whatever – and it it just is a little ridiculous that you'd be booted out of the army for that, and that I don't know. It's all a little like yeah, you know, there's some kind
3: of thing going on with that. Um, some kind of I don't know if it's
1: necessarily big power it, up but from, something going on. I mean, it, it's from the comic book in a lot of ways, but this idea that we I felt like I just felt like this episode took us a little too quickly into this something's rotten in the class structure. And we didn't, I wish that we could have seen a slower build with our people seeing something as rotten in this community. Although that's a problem also. Excuse me, I'm going to sneeze.
3: Here's my other comment, though, on the community. I kind of wonder, because I think back to, if you read, uh, it was the interview that um, the one that plays Connie was in. Uh, Lauren, they, They were talking about, Yeah, Lauren, I can't think of her name. Um, I think she was the one that first mentioned it, that um, said something how, like, their goal now isn't necessarily happiness. (laughs) Like, you get used to – like, you just in normal life. I mean, everybody's goal, to some extent, is to be happy. But that isn't necessarily your goal in the apocalypse because your goal is to survive. And I just – as I'm watching this kind of questioning and wondering, like, how much – even if this place isn't perfect and has a class system and sucks in many ways, would you put up with it? Because I feel like yeah. I, if it were me and I was in the apocalypse, I would rather live in a place that has tons of horrible rules. And even if they're unfair and it sucks, than be out starving and having to fight zombies every day. So well, I will say, too, I, mean, like, I feel like she is at least this place seems like an overall good place. Like I'm sure that there's parts of it that aren't good. And that there's people that aren't good, just like there always is. But I feel like overall this is a,
1: a good thing.
3: I don't know. And again, I haven't read the book, well, so I'm going. To and go and wait, here's the thing, that's right? Like,
1: to your point, Jamie, from what we've seen right now, this place is not perfect, but it's better than Woodbury, where the governor was making you fight in a gladiator style with, with, with zombies, right? And it's better than mm-hmm. Terminus, where there were, where there were cannibals going to eat, eat you. people. Right, and it's better than a bunch, mm-hmm. it's better than the sanctuary where Negan would burn your ear with an iron. Um, so yeah, it's not I mean,
3: Alexandria is good, but they were starving. I mean,
1: yeah, even though they and were, for
3: say, a good community, it was still scary. It was still. There was a
1: point in this thing. episode where, where Rosita says, um, "Do you think this? Is, we, we this place is good? We have to fix it." And and Daryl says, "There's always something you got to fix." And, and there's a point where you're like, oh shit, because every, look, these are our heroes, but every single place they go, they destroy the community. Is there any place they've ever that's been a that's not good ruined? Point. Right? Mm-hmm. Woodbury, Alexandria. Look, look what happened to Oceanside in the Kingdom. We're, like, just got sucked in with Alexandria and got destroyed. Every single person mm-hmm. from Alexandria is dead, except I think maybe Aaron is maybe the only guy who's alive, right? Like, Everywhere the people go, they destroy. They're like, "Let's take over," and then we ruin it. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, I do think I do think there are some things going on here. So we saw a lot in this episode about um, Pamela's loser son, Sebastian. Is his name right? He's a complete loser. He he's a very typical, like child of privilege. He's right out of the comics. This guy is in the comics. Um, and he's yeah. a lot Darryl's like Daryl's finally this.
3: getting it, though. I think by the end of the episode, it takes until the end of the episode, but he finally gets Mercer. And so, what do you, of, you think? What you think about that?
1: <laughs> what do you think about that scene? Um, I'd love to hear what you think about that because Daryl's not in the comics,
3: that, right? I think that he made the right choice doing that because you, to some extent, you have to play the game. I mean that makes him look good in their eyes. Now, again, we don't know if there are or what is wrong with this place and there are probably some bad things. But, I mean, I think that was kind of Mercer's, what he was trying to say to him, you've got to get out of your own way. Like, you, you have to play the game. To, she, he's the, the leader's son. He needs to look important. You know, if you want points, do it this way. And it's not necessarily the right thing to do, but, like, it, it is in this society, I guess. Like, I yeah. think that he got it. <laughs> that may, that's I agree. Way to describe it.
1: I don't think Mercer saying, meant to the right. point that Daryl went. I don't think Mercer meant to go to the point that Daryl went. Like, like, not no. no I know him
3: giving right? him the guy and saying you did it—that's the part I'm specifically talking about. Yeah, not him yeah, risking but, his life.
1: And, no, no, but, but, but I think Daryl went a little a step further. Like when when Daryl saved Mercer from that zombie, and Mer, when Daryl saved Sebastian from the zombie, and Mercer's like he could have been fine. You have to save him Like, Mercer was like, let that guy have it, right? I don't know if he would have gone as far as Daryl did, but that's how Daryl, like, like. I guess that's how our people, like, the thing about our people, our walking dead people, this is what they do. They go in, they make friends, they take you down. Um, And I think Daryl, in that moment, Daryl was, I mean, Daryl's trying to make, he's trying to make friends with Sebastian and also make friends with Mercer, Right. But to get in, mm-hmm. like, I don't think Daryl trusts them. I mean, because we saw the other thing that happens episode was the whole Carol business, which was awesome. Like, I love sneaky Carol. She's my favorite, right? Yeah, Carol. Though. Yeah. She's always awesome. Yeah,
3: the whole the whole wine thing. Um, yeah, but I, and I think that's, that's the same thing with Carol, though, with the wine. Like, she found a way to play their game. It doesn't necessarily mean that you should be able to do things like that, but it's just that's how it is. And I'm not saying these things are right or wrong. I'm just saying it, they're kind of learning the way it, it's set up. And um, I, I do think, though, I do think in a way, though, Daryl does need to learn teamwork a little bit. I do think yeah. Mercer's right with that. Like he was trying to explain to him, it's not, yes, you're saving their life, his life or whatever, you helped him, but they have to learn to help themselves. I mean, this yep. isn't this isn't like World Beyond, where the kids have no clue what they're doing. Like they need to know, and that's part of the problem with World Beyond when they didn't teach them things. Like if you do everything for everybody, they don't learn. And that's I'm not yep. talking about Sebastian. That's a whole other issue. I'm talking about teamwork, yep. build, team building. No, um, I agree
1: with you, and and I think that the people that are training with Daryl are are they're not as good. They're not as talented. But he's learning. But I agree with you that Mercer's like. Mercer could have been better at it. Mercer could have, like, he was yeah. like, oh, I get you're doing your own thing, Daryl. He could have said, like, Darryl, you're very experienced. Could you help me? It is kind of ridiculous that somebody like Daryl and Rosita have to go to basic training and prove themselves for 30 whole days. Like, they're, they're much more experienced than anybody from the Commonwealth has been, and they could easily fast-track that, Right but for some reason the Commonwealth wants to humiliate them as a part of their training, I guess. But yeah, like, like to your point, Rosi- Rosita goes later. right for it. Rosita goes right into it. Daryl's not good at it. Daryl's not a good, I wouldn't say Daryl's not a team player. I think he's a great team player with people he trusts. He would have been great with Rosita. He's not a good team player with a person who doesn't know your skill. Like he just met that guy. They introduce, literally no, introduced right. themselves which was kind of dumb. They've been they in basic for thirty days yeah. and they just met but each I, other. I feel like, like, why would you trust a guy I'm, you just met?
3: Maybe I'm wrong, but see, I don't know. I like Mercer. Sure. I feel like I don't know. I didn't Poor look nature. at it as a punishment to to make them look bad. I took it also that he brought them there because he knows they know what they're doing. I think that bringing them to the team and making them go through the training is teaching the other people too, because they All see right. how they yeah. operate. And, and that's why I'm saying I feel like he's trying to, to to say to Daryl, you need to help them help themselves. Like it's not about showing yeah. up and killing zombies. It's about learning and teaching. That's how I took it. So I took it more that he brought them there because they were good at it, because they knew what they were so doing. They no, could, they're so not they teaching teach, the class or yeah. anything. But I, I think but it's kind of a –
1: Like a learn by example kind of thing? By
3: example, yeah.
1: hmm yeah. Yeah. It's not Daryl's thing, but... Um, yeah,
3: exactly. I mean, they're called Daryl. They're all like... Cigars, I mean, we
2: have
1: seen Daryl, too. I mean, I Daryl I no I mean, I think also like had that bad experience where he has to go out with Sebastian. who's like, oh, this little sword is a piece of shit, and this little thing is... And He's all like, you know, thinks he's... You know, I mean, they're out there for a vanity project. Um, which this- is true. Ooh, stupid guy. I mean that guy, like what do you think about that guy? Let me ask what do you think about him, Sebastian? He's obviously supposed to oh, that be a total Sebastian? asshole. Right?
3: Yeah. Yeah, he he he's an <laughs> asshole when he thinks he he's entitled. Yeah. Um Yeah. I think he's gonna die if he doesn't watch it. Um I wouldn't be surprised if he did die. Um although if he does it could cause a lot more problems. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, he's not really. As I talk about being a productive member of society, he's not really uh, necessary to the society other than he's her son.
1: He's annoying. Right. He he's uh, really um, inept. I and, mean, it's like and,
3: twice somebody saved his life, and he can't even appreciate that. He screams at them.
1: Yeah. Like he I guess in the comic it book. was all set up he's for him to a hero,
3: but it's still dumb. Yeah. That's interesting.
1: Yeah, he's a he's what about a, Hornsby?
3: Yeah. What do you think about Hornsby? And by the way, I realized that's why I kept saying Hamilton. His name last name's Hamilton. That's why I kept saying Hamilton yeah. Hamilton. I kept mixing them up. He what? he's obviously what? a sleaze. I mean I don't know that I think he's evil evil, but he's obviously not a good guy. Uh, There's, like, levels of evil on this show to me. There's, like, Alpha evil. There's, like, Negan evil. And there's, like, he's an asshole evil. So, I I I don't think he's evil.
1: I think he's a skilled skilled manipulator. And he's trying to make his way into power. But I think he's not as skilled as somebody like Carol. Right, like we saw this thing where he like brings the wine and and Pamela. I think like, he's good at using wine. people
3: to his advantage. Yeah, I think yeah. he's yeah. good at knowing how to play the game and using people to his advantage. So,
1: so the question is, is he using Carol or is Carol using him?
3: Right. I think it's a bit of both. I, I, yeah, I, but
1: I mean, but I think he thinks he's using Carol, but Carol's like, oh 20, yeah, he smarter he's smarter than him, right? Yeah, but yeah, Carol. I'm I mean, sure,
3: will best him in the end. I actually was um, mostly actually appalled so at
1: that part where he where he throws the wine and it breaks and I was like, are you kidding me? It's a zombie apocalypse and you're throwing away wine, like, like it might be so horrible. Wine, but geez, the wine. <laughs> well, yeah, not just because it's wine, but also because you could use it for any purpose. Like, like here's like, do they have an unlimited wine supply chain in the in the Commonwealth? I don't think so. They, they Well, I think they only really care if get the wine. I don't think they care. I know, but you could still use that for so many things. It's so useful for so many things. No, I agree with you. I'm you not, could, I'm not. right? But, but the show is a little short sighted. than that. But I think that, like, yeah. I think that he thinks, ca- Carol is, we've seen it before, Carol is so good at making herself seem like a, I mean, here's the thing, Carol appears to have no job in the, except for baking cookies in the, in the new, <laughs> right?
2: Yeah. Carol was a stay-at-home mom
1: before. Great right, right job. I mean, she's a total killer, and they're like, let's have you make some cookies. Um, Yes, but to be fair, she does advertise that she
3: should be in a different job.
1: Also, how do they
3: even know? And that's my other question, too. We say about you shouldn't have your job that you had in your previous life. Why do people even tell them the truth, I question? Because it's just like, his brother, he totally lied and didn't have to be a surgeon. Although, I kind of don't like that in the sense that I feel like, and, and this is just my own opinion, I guess, on, on how I feel. I think that if you are a doctor or a surgeon in this kind of world, you should be helping people whether you want to or not. That's how I feel. Um, but so you don't have to tell the truth. Like, there's no reason that nobody, no reason you have to say that I don't have this skill or whatever. If you have a skill, they're not going to know that that's not what you did in the real world.
1: You know what I mean? Like, there's no way to know. So I have, like, three things there. Like, I agree with you that if you're a surgeon, you should probably admit it in the zombie apocalypse. Yes. I wonder if they had a bunch of surgeons and so he didn't have to. Um, the second thing is, like, Possible. he got found out. Possible. How did they find out? I wonder if and his why sister didn't they find them out. Did they find out? Did know. she tell them?
3: I don't know. It might have just been they needed him to be his surgeon. But um, that's. No, but, but my other thing, though, too, that makes me question It makes me feel like this place isn't as bad, like, he seems, like, so scared to, t- to tell the truth, right? But it seems yeah. like people do things and they don't, like, even, like, with the stuff that Eugene did going against them, like, they don't necessarily put them in prison and kick them out or whatever. Like, it seems like they, well, as much as that they yet. at first made it, like, we don't know, you're right, but it made it seem like at first it was like this unfair legal system. But they haven't actually showed somebody be horribly punished for something they did. Like well, for breaking they the did rules. show. It seems like people break they did the
1: rules. and Like like Eugene they got they shot, did thrown show in jail. Jamie, and he did what they Ezekiel, wanted. Ezekiel has a cancerous goiter. And he's number 146 in line for surgery. And there was yep. no explanation of why. Like, is it because there's 100, literally 150 people with cancer in line ahead of him? Like, why is he so far? And then, and then Carol's able to buy, it looks like Carol's able to buy his place in line with some wine, right? So that would imply that the line is not really medical, it's political, She's able to buy. Right. His watch. I but mean, that's,
3: that's like where you get into about people's worth and how do you decide who gets it? If there's 145 people ahead of him that need surgery just as much as he does, is it fair that he jumps ahead? Not but necessarily. We all need but much, but right. we don't know they if they all need it, right? And we also don't know if they've done things like Carol did. Um, we don't know they why. Could be people, yeah.
1: They could be people who just need a little plastic surgery. They could be people who need, who are all, everybody's paying back and forth, and it's just like who can pay the most, right? It could be. Yeah, like, it's definitely, it's could definitely be about to pay who needs the most, the most but we
3: mm-hmm. don't know. And unless they enlighten us. I think it's uh, not. Kind of,
1: I think the fact that Carol made a payoff implies that it's not, right? Um, well,
3: it implies that they're definitely not all legit, I would say, but but it's it's also like, like, anything else, there's always going to be good people, there's always going to be bad people, like the system may be broke, but that doesn't mean everybody's part of it, like 130 of those people could be legitimately need surgery, and the other, whatever, 12 cheated their way up. It's also not clear where they rank him, Like,
1: like Ezekiel used to be a zookeeper, and in this episode, he appears to be in charge of bunnies and sheep, right? And he used to be yeah, a sheepish like um, And so it, if your job is your previous job, maybe they're like, oh, well, the bunny keeper shouldn't be in line. Like, let's put everybody else in line ahead of time. I, we don't really know. Here's part of the problem. Yeah, like,
3: part of the problem but he also hasn't been part to of me, the society for long either. Like, probably well, the well, longer well, long well, you well, live well, there, I would think you might Well, he's be, been there I don't I don't probably ahead, 60 sorry. days. But
1: part of the problem with this episode for me is that we don't have any sort of understand, like. Last week, we saw the come with knock on the door. This week, they're there 30 days. We didn't have any, like, anybody, like, I would love to see a little bit of people earning suspicion and gaining suspicion. And instead, we didn't get that. We just got this big party, this ridiculous black tie party, which made kind yeah. of no sense to me. And I've read the comic book, and a lot of this rings true from the comic book. But, like, we have a black tie party with Matt. There was literal paparazzi taking photographs. What? I'm sorry. Are you putting it on the internet? Yeah, the I don't understand that?
3: the need for for that or for the I, – I mean, I yeah. can understand, I guess, that they have reporters because they're trying to make it look like they're being transparent. But, yeah, some of it is a little – In the that's comic what I said. Book, like, I can understand certain class, but not to that extent. They don't need if,
1: – If I recall from the comic book, the Commonwealth is not one gigantic city – it's like three or four cities that total fifty thousand people. Um, in this it seems so all in this 20. in this episode it seemed kinda of small, right? It didn't seem like a city of fifty thousand people. And I'm like, Why do you need a reporter and a reporter and a bunch of paparazzi here? Oh, it is fifty thousand, right? There's three or four cities, but that's not really coming across to me in this No, it's not either but I didn't really Right. Three thousand but... people is a three thousand people is a Decent size, small, you know, large town, small city, like. Um, but there was all this like craziness, and and I we didn't get the part where, I, I really to me Jamie, why would Daryl ever be a part of this, right? Like, why is Daryl being in the army? What? 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 what right? Well, like we're missing that lie. whole part. Yeah. I but we're agree. missing that whole I hate part where jump. they decided to I hate time. yeah yes. <laughs> Like say. everyone decided to leave Alexandria. I mean, granted, Alexandria was pretty much fucked up. When but, we see that's out, what right?
3: confuses me because not and, and I don't think this is a spoiler to say because obviously they showed Maggie but didn't come. There's people but that say back. Yeah. 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 Maggie was back I don't know why certain people didn't, and I could have sworn, because I even mentioned this last week, because we talked about who stayed back. I really thought Gabriel didn't go, but he's there, so apparently he went, too. that? Yeah, or well, his, went if his baby
1: went, he went, I mean, yeah.
3: I, I guess my question yeah. is, too, do you think they're going to tell what happened, or do you think it's just a time jump and we'll never find out?
1: I don't That's know. I, I feel like, I feel like they're going to tell what happened, but I feel like it's – I don't want to see the plot. I wish I could have seen it this week, next week. Could we just have two episodes that showed us how they made the decision to go? Could we really see – how? like, so Alexandria, supposedly they were starving to death, and now there was some sort of gigantic hurricane, which didn't make any sense, but whatever. And maybe they're really starving to death from their choice. Um, but it didn't seem mm-hmm. that way when the Commonwealth came knocking last week. They knock on the door, mm-hmm. up, like the wall is up, right? We know that Maggie mm-hmm. didn't go. Um, who else didn't go with her? The hilltop seems to be working. It's just, I don't know. Somebody like Daryl? Yeah. Um, um, excuse me. Somebody like Daryl, it doesn't, like, I could understand why somebody like, like Aaron no, would I go agree. with a little kid.
2: And Aaron didn't go. Daryl does have,
1: I mean, have have, <laughs> that's I mean somehow, important. It does seem that like Daryl has the children. It seems like Daryl is the foster father of Judith yeah. and RJ I right now, right?
3: If I had to guess, I would probably say he went because of Judith and RJ. But I, I don't know. Take them. To. I mean, I, I agree with you. It doesn't make sense. I would say that if I had to guess it would be because of the children, it would be because his friends went. Also, there's also the fact that Maggie didn't go, and right now he isn't exactly agreeing with Maggie either with everything right, that went yeah. down. So there's also that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, I think that I'm surprised Daryl went in a way. And I'm also surprised that Daryl isn't more suspicious. I'm surprised a lot of them aren't more
2: suspicious.
3: Um, they're sort yeah.
1: of eating it up,
3: but I don't know. I'm although, say.
1: I mean, although it seems to not be a bad, like, here's the thing. Like, I know that this is the Commonwealth is the last act of the comic books. I've read it. I know what happens there. Um, but in the comic book, did it make sense? And the show maybe it doesn't make sense. Like the final act is this place where they go. Where is it really that bad? Like there are no cannibals. There are no, Well, that's kind of right? what I like, said. You put up with a lot. All the, that's exactly what you said. Of all the places they've gone, this is the least bad. Maybe not the least bad that the comic, like, like Oceanside was great and the kingdom was great and no problems. Um, but, but there was, still, this is not, there was but still not a lot of food. Like, no, yeah. well, I mean, except every time our characters show up, they're like, let's take over and kill everybody, um, right? No, like our people are mm-hmm. kind of bad people. But this is not really a bad place to live compared to... The alternative is like roaming the wilderness and having to fight walkers all the time. It's really not that bad a place mm-hmm. to live, so... Um, I no, hope I the show will do a better job of making the class conflict seem intolerable, because it's got to be. I like, all thing is, it's it's got to be worse than living no. outside. Like, how bad is it that you'd rather live outside with the walkers?
3: Right, but I also question that if it's such going to be a nice enough place that everybody stays, that I hope that there's a good reason why Daryl and Carol don't. Yeah, because like, they're getting a new show, right? They've already blown that
2: yeah. again. Yeah, and
3: I don't think they're going to be living in the Commonwealth for, for the show. So, yeah,
1: um, no. yeah.
3: Well, I, the I, Commonwealth, I, be... I
1: mean, it's been spoiled a little bit. What happens to the Commonwealth? Like, I think you know what happens to the Commonwealth. Um, No, I, mean, I they at the end and they stay. That's a, a guess. Okay. Well, I will tell you that Rick. Rick is still alive when they get to the Commonwealth. Rick is still alive in the comic book at this point. When they get to the Commonwealth, Rick's been dead. Rick's been gone, dead, gone, whatever, for like three seasons now on the show, right? So oh, and also, so Michonne. That
3: maybe they kill Rick
1: or something. Okay. Or or if you may Rick, doing I'm not gonna that tell you the if they kill Rick if second. Rick kicks over whatever. Also, Michonne goes to the Commonwealth. Like like that whole bit about Magma being a big lawyer. That is Michonne in the comic book. Michonne goes there and Mich- they're like, oh Michonne, you're a lawyer, please help us.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, um, The other thing is is that people are saying and I wouldn't be surprised. I'm curious what you think. People are saying that Rick will probably come back for the finale. Do you think that that's likely? I would say no, but I think they want people to watch the movie, so I think yes. I wouldn't be surprised. Just because I feel like if you want people to come back, people who are disgusted with the show, you want them to come back and not be like, it's done, good. I think that you need something for people to be like, oh, I want to see more. You know, It's going to have to have some kind
1: of I think those movies are going nowhere and will never happen. We've heard nothing. There's no script. There's no schedule. There's no nothing. Those movies were, uh, uh, they're never going to happen, in my opinion.
3: I think they will. Um, I just think it might be a while. But I couldn't see AMC not making it. I think if they wait a
1: while, if they lose their momentum, they're in trouble, right? So I I think, I I don't expect to see, I, I mean, I don't expect to see Rick appear now. I think they did a better job of of making him us think he might appear in like, okay, so like beyond the world beyond, mm-hmm. kind of led on that he could be up there or right. Like I just don't see him yeah. appearing in the Commonwealth now. I mean, well, I, I don't I don't see the, the Commonwealth?
3: Common. I just mean in the finale, even if it's like at the like last five seconds or something, I could see him.
1: Uh, maybe to to make it to the movies, yeah, because. Because the other, yes. the other, the only thing left is um, fear the Walking Dead, and Rick's not going to be in that. They're still in the past, time wise, right? Right, and, right. and coming. To the Walking
3: yeah. Dead, the anthology. So yeah, and, yeah, and I know, yeah, honestly, so. frankly, this saying, I have no idea, no clue. And I, I mean, I've seen two more, but I don't know beyond that. And there's also another break before the because the, I noticed that this is part two of three. I don't know if you noticed that, but it says oh, yeah. that on like yeah. the, the artwork. So yeah. there's going to be another yeah. break at some point. I'm not even sure
1: when. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I'd like to the Commonwealth feel like uh, the Commonwealth in the comic book makes a little more sense than in the show because I just feel like, for example, those Stormtrooper uniforms they have, maybe they make sense in a comic book in this show, I'm like, wait, where are they manufacturing? Do they have a factory? Do they know how to make plastic? I know, plastic that's what I was Do, they have, that Do they have that black tie
3: event? Do they have factories making gowns and tuxes? Like, where are they getting all did,
1: this stuff? Yeah, did they break into a George Lucas factory? Did they, like, what? Like, how are they making this, right? <laughs> that makes no sense. And, like, there's so much stuff going on here that you're like, what? Um, that maybe in the comic book made a little more sense because the comic book is only, like, what is it, like eight or ten pages, and then you move on to next week, right? Um, and yeah, you don't think about it. Um, in the show, they had to, you know, I, I don't know, could have done better with it. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. we going on the week, next week. Yeah.
3: Um, well, like I said, next week I think is a good one. Um, All right. Watch it.
1: I'm going to watch it. If you can't, because like I'm
3: curious. And if you have any questions for him, too, so you can get, tell me. It's Eugene-centric, um, huh? Yeah. So if anybody, again, if anybody has any questions for Josh, you can tweet them to me,
1: and uh, we'll try to ask them.
3: All cool. right. Well, I think that's about it, though. i get yep. to get going. I'm We're on our
1: deadline. We're Time's up. All right. Yeah.
3: All right. Well. Have a um, good week. Oh, I was going to say I just seen this and did one jo- I don't even know if you intended to see it. Two things. One, I just seen an ad for it. Halo, I don't know if that's something you guys will watch. Is that based on
1: on the video game?
3: Yes, I believe so. That's Paramount. Um, And also, I was just curious, not that we have to discuss it or go into detail, but did you watch Killing Eve? I did watch Killing Eve, yeah. i was just curious what you thought.
1: I mean, I, I thought it was a really pretty good episode like I, I like the way that Eve has become a really kind of a different person um mm-hmm. wh- in a, which in a way makes sense to me and that she's like whatever Vill- 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 I'm sorry I, I, I kind of like the way the the relationship was turned around a little bit I'm sure it won't last because the whole point of it is that they, they can't resist each other but I mm-hmm. liked the way this episode played out I didn't like them killing the cat of course right no, oh no, I was he, upset
3: about that. I forgot about that. You brought it up. No, I didn't like that. Um, but uh, yeah, I kind of like that their roles are a little reversed. I agree. I don't think it's gonna yeah. it's gonna last forever. Some of the stuff though, and I I, I not told you, I think some of the stuff with Eve is a little a little much for me.
1: But um, it's fun. Like, I like mean, her, her relationship I with I her partner and all that. Like the way they're. How, or like she's become she's become a much more competent um, physical like she 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 goes to Russia and she shoots uh what's his name no Valentine. yeah no that's
3: good no I mean like I think some of the stuff I, I said Eve I'm sorry I meant Villanelle I said Eve some of the stuff with oh. Villanelle and and her her visions or, or whatever oh, yeah. you want to call it that oh yeah I didn't really, really like the last one yeah. yeah
1: the vision I don't of either. Jesus that, I didn't really I, like that at the end no. No, 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 yeah, no. That's right. what I was
3: talking about. I said Eve. I meant Villanelle. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Some of that is a bit much for me, but it is funny. I mean, a lot of it's funny up to bit. And I do, although my question is, the guy that's with Eve, is is he from before? Is he the agent from before? Because I didn't know if he was somebody new
1: or he was the one from before. I couldn't mm-hmm. remember. I think they might have become partners at the end of the last season. I'm not really sure. I think they might have become partners okay, I could, before, yeah. But um, but but anyway
3: yes I like the changes in Eve and I like that she's but the guy that
1: the guy that comes in the guy that comes in to give a Carolyn is that her name Fiona Hall's character um the previous that guy that comes in and gives her previous boss a hard time he was the partner last season remember that little wimpy guy that was her partner that gives the guy that comes into the guy that comes into Majorca and gives a. Fiona Hall, Carolyn A Hard Time, uh, yeah, he got cool. promoted. He yeah, was his partner last season, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, oh. You mean, you, mean, you
3: mean the guy from the Discovery of Witches? You didn't mean who I thought you meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the
1: guy from he, Discovery of Witches. He, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: We thought he was dead for a while, though. He was early on. I meant, right. yeah, I meant yeah. at the end of the season, I think there was another agent, which I think that guy. Yeah, no, be. this
1: guy. Yeah, um, this new guy.
3: But, yeah, I do think that um, we will see some of the other relationships. You know, I, I, I like, I like her relationship with that guy, but, but I, I do also like her relationship with Villanelle. I mean, that's part of what the show is. It's, it's a very weird, twisted, odd. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but I, I feel I mean I don't know, but I've always felt like it, it feels like I guess as crazy as this show is. It feels real. Like I, I definitely yeah. like believe it. Oh yeah. So Yeah.
1: Like yeah, that's clear. Their their attraction and their their story is clear on mm-hmm. the screen. Yeah, I watched it. Maybe we can add it we can talk about it once every now and then, maybe not every week or whatever. We'll just hope it yeah, next week. Yeah, we don't we don't gotta go too into it. But mm-hmm. um
3: but yeah, I I like it. It's good. I've right. think free, I think three, I wanna say. I've seen, a oh, lot. I've I've seen the seen ones with so I've I kind of had to watch a lot of stuff. Yeah, but um but yeah, but it's pretty good. All right. Well yeah, we don't gotta the right. I just was curious if you've seen it. Okay, cool. Okay. Well, well, Good night, everybody. If you listen to us go on and on, sometimes I feel like it's just me
1: and you having a conversation. I'm like, people like listening to I us. I know, right? We're so interesting. People love it, Jamie. People love it. Yeah. We're so cool. Yeah. Um, all
3: right. All right. Well, have a good night,
1: and you too. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Good night.
2: Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.